And welcome to episode 36 of the Three Piece Set Podcast. Yeah. Recorded live at Dead End Studio. Yeah. Hey guys, so how's everybody doing? Doing no. good. Sassy, how have you been? It's been a while since you've been on the episode. Yeah. I know. It's been a couple episodes. And yeah. I've actually been listening to the episodes to keep up with you guys. So what happened? Tell us where you've been. Oh, I have been on these streets of Atlanta at multiple jobs. Prostituting. <laughs> I would never prostitute myself. You know, I thought you knew me well enough. I just have to ask for our fans at home. No, I wasn't, I wasn't selling ass this time. If I was, I wouldn't be doing multiple jobs because I've been making a lot of money. If you don't understand what I meant. In this episode, we have a special guest. So, this is my friend. Do you want to go by? Ibrahim. Okay, so this is my friend, Ibrahim. We meet, we have met at our current job, but I don't want to say which job it is. And he told me that he was a stand-up comic. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, thank welcome. You. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, and I just moved to Georgia, so. Oh, nice. This whole process. Where'd you move from? L.A. Okay, the stand-up comedy scene is big out in L.A. Yeah, I mean, I'm going back, but... Uh, oh, going tell, back. Us, tell us your life story. <laughs> My life. Just <laughs> just jump in right now. Just jump in. You want the conclusion? Like, go backwards? Just give us a short synopsis of why you you're are. going back. Why I'm, why I'm going back to L.A.? Why you came, why you're going back. Anything uh, else you want to add? My little brother is, like, he's in jail, and I couldn't just stay around in L.A. anymore doing, like, stand-up comedy. So he got convicted for two years. It's not a lot of people, like, they get into this weird... It's not, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. his, it was his fault. He's in there because his fault. But uh, I just couldn't be around that scene, so I had to get away. So I moved out here for, with my older brother, and then I got my own spot. I'm going to stay here for like six months, and I'll go back. Okay. But, Respect, yeah. man. All right. So you're on the run. All right. It's understandable. Yeah. I just had to get away from that whole scene. I respect it. Dang, so you don't that have no free. Super serious, real quick. <laughs> well, you know, like in the black community yeah. where everybody always have like a free so and so. It is like, no, but they really did this. You dropped jail. Everyone, all right, give it to me. But, uh, <laughs> no, but it's not that serious in terms of, I mean, it's a serious scenario, but he's the one, he put himself within that vicinity of, you know, people and people advised him and he didn't follow it. So, in that sense, it's his fault. But uh, I just couldn't be around it because he's like my little burden is super close to me. And that's mm. why I moved out here. I feel you, man. Yeah. That was that got a lot heavier than I thought it was going to get. <laughs> yeah. So I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just get it out of the way so that we basically, now we got to know each other. You don't have to uh, sort of sugarcoat anything anymore. Okay, so stand up from L.A. to doing stand up here. What's the like, what's the difference? Like, what have you noticed? Uh, like, people in Atlanta react differently to, like, religious issues. So, uh, <laughs> oh, welcome to the yeah. Bible Belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, uh, I mean, I was aware of that. I knew the whole Bible Belt scene. But, like, even, like, a simple joke, like, saying, like, Jesus Christ drowned. He didn't really walk on water or shit like that. They really reacted some type of way. They were like, what, the, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, he drowned. But, um, yeah, little <laughs> shit like that. But, uh, and that one is on the lighter end of shit. So even you can't it, make none of those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't. You, can't. you see how all of it, like, no, I think it's hilarious. I'm on your yeah, page. I know, but I'm saying like you got even even though they find it hilarious, they can't find the laughter to come out. So it comes like all the way up to here, and then it just regurgitates back into the stomach. <laughs> mm, yeah. So it's like so you go to rooms for people that just have laughing. Yeah. So like there's all this. So I always play. When I do jokes like that, I play to like two or three people in the house. So I'll do it, and then I'll see who it hits. And I'm like, all right, that guy's in the same wavelength as me. Because I can't change my comedy for the people. 
You feel me? You just got to be within your own zone. When you start doing that, I feel like you mess up a little bit and you're trying to play to the crowd rather than playing to who you are and what you want to sort of your message to be. But um, yeah, so it's interesting how they reacted to shit like that. Yeah. Just don't make too many gay jokes is all I say about that. Oh, I have not. No, but Mike, when I hit on that subject, is they actually, uh, the way I hit it is different in terms of... uh, but LA is a lot more sensitive when it comes to gay than here. Oh, yeah. So on in that sense, like most of my jokes on that, th- they kind of gravitated the same way the people in LA did. So the gay people here in LA, they actually are more like the black people. When I start talking about it, they get all like within their own skin and stuff, just because of the whole homophobia. So I start like sort of playing with them just a little bit, just to see how far I can take it. And uh, th- most of the people in the crowd like it, but there's always like one or two like niggas that are probably trying to kick my ass right after the show. But uh, yeah. So have you ever bombed? Everyone has bombed, even even Dave Chappelle, every single person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a yes. I've n- yeah, of course. I've never I've never been kicked off a stage, but I've bombed to the point where like there's a lady in the front, and what I was talking about. So no one was laughing, and I just kept on going about the subject matter of like, yo, white people should go through the whole slavery thing just to see how they like it, blah, blah, blah. But uh, she wasn't having it. So no one was laughing, and she wasn't laughing. And it came to the point, she was like, get the fuck off the stage. Is she a white lady? She was super white, too. <laughs> super white. I would have stayed on stage if there was at least one black person in the room. But there was no, <laughs> there's nothing I can lean on. It was like a, like a white crowd in like, you know, like somewhere in like Santa Monica and shit, I'm like, okay, all right. I kept on going, kept on going. I saw I'm, I'm not getting off the stage, but I stayed on the stage. And uh, after like, I think like 12, 13 minutes, I'm like, all right, peace out, see y'all later. But the guy who owns the spot, is like half black, half white, he called me back. He said, come back, I actually like the shit. They were just like uptight. I'm like, cool. But, yeah. uh, but I've had a lot of those because I've been doing comedy since I was like 19. So it's not like... <laughs> It's, you have to push if you're pushing the boundaries you get that shit if you're not then you always like regurgitate the same shit and people will laugh because comedy is comedy it's like if I say a joke and it hit it will hit everywhere I mean at a different you know level but it will almost hit everywhere so you can stick to that and then just be stagnant or you can kind of work on your shit and start pushing boundaries and like talking about subject matters that people find taboo and shit mm. yeah you ever feel like there's a joke that you won't say that I won't say. Yeah, like there's something subject that's matters I won't I won't go into for personal reasons for how I grew up. Like right now, like I used to have a lot of jokes about like jail related shit and I had to take that all out for me personally. Mm-hmm. So if someone else is doing it and it's really funny, I, like kudos to them at this moment in time, but I'm at a point like right now that I can't really put myself within within that like, you know, just fear of existence. It just makes me feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. That's my personal experience. So I cannot tell somebody else they cannot do a joke about that subject matter just because of how I feel. Because otherwise, there will be no comics, like, period. Yeah. Do you think it's, uh, right now, there's more fear of that, of not wanting to say the wrong thing um, within comedy? Do you think that, I guess, like kind of changes like the different scenes? Because I feel like, you know, within the last couple of years, um, yeah. People are more sen- I guess like people are a little bit more sensitive. Yeah. Not say sensitive, but people are more aware of like their environment. They see things that they don't like and don't want to speak out about it. Yeah. So um, I guess when you see like when you see like comics getting um, I guess like pushback from like those communities. Yeah. Do you think there's like uh, I think it's like harder to get in a comedy? Because so, like we were like, we were a lot because like you know certain things could you know certain things people could say, but now they can't. Do you think there's like a little bit of fear of uh, 
Yeah. To Saying the right thing. Yeah, to some extent. But I feel like also, like, the environment you live in always have some type of pushback. And the clever comic always finds a way around to still get to the same message. And I think that's why it's okay to have certain levels of pushback. Because if you don't, you cannot just go on stage and say anything. A lot of people will make, like, I don't agree with the notion that if it's funny, it's funny. Therefore, you can say it. I don't agree with that. Like, I think it's an argument. Like, being on stage is, like, argumentative. You have to present an argument about a subject matter. And usually the ones who win the argument will proceed to, you know, whatever, to prosper in whatever avenues they want. But I think you can make people laugh, but that doesn't necessarily mean your argument is winning. It's two different uh, spheres. So, yeah, I do think it's there's a lot of that happening. Not to the same level that people think, because if you go to, like, backroom comedy like rooms, we like we talk about every single you know thing because that's the place where you have to sort of work your shit out and see what works and what doesn't. If people come in that environment and try to censor that, then I'll be against it. But as you move up, you should realize your crowd gets bigger. You know, different type of races come to see you. Every you know, and you have to sort of tailor not tailor your message, but tailor the way you deliver it to where everyone you know kind of reacts in a way that's that's you know laughable or whatever to each person so you don't um, think comedy has to be like offensive comedy can be offensive but it's not like an aspect of comedy what'd you say it's not an aspect of comedy that's something certain comics do yeah certain comics but you you can be a perfectly you can be a great comedian never offend anybody and you're saying we can be a great comedian you can do that but uh but 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 offense is subjective Mm -hmm. so you cannot just come in a room and be like i don't want to offend anyone therefore you already failed so you have to come with the expectation of you cannot appease you cannot come to be like i want to appease everyone nor can you come in the room and say i want to offend anyone Either or, if you come into the room, you have to be a neutral observer to where, like, you have to think your perspective is the most neutral in the room. Otherwise, you've already failed as a comedian. Okay. So you have to come in and be like, I'm delivering a message that I think is the right message in, sen- in terms of, like, argument, and then you deliver it, in my opinion, at least, personally. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Because yeah. when you look at a comedian like um, Kevin Hart, yeah, he's, when Kevin Hart was really... I guess you could say blowing up, like seriously funny and laughing my pain. Mm. Those are a, the comedy style he did was different than what he does now. Cause more, like you can tell, his audience grew. He he makes wider range of jokes. Where before it looked like he was making jokes, you know, for black people specifically about black people doing black people things. He always talked about his life, but he used to be like, yeah, me living up in the hood, me doing this, me doing that, that aspect of his life. Now his jokes are more. Around like being a father and being like certain situations he's been in, mm-hmm. so his comedy like broadened and more people because he had because I guess he cause, like you said he's on the bigger stage, yeah. so he's trying to appeal to more people. But I guess a detriment would that be like a lot of people don't think Kevin Hart is funny anymore. A lot of people don't find him funny. I don't particularly find Kevin Hart all that funny anymore. But like he has certain jokes mm-hmm. that like in his last comedy special that was on Netflix, the one about the gun, yeah. Like yeah, gun. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, he, gun compartment. Yeah, he had gun compartment everywhere in his house. Cause yeah. he had, his house got robbed. So he was like, yeah, uh-huh. for the rest, you know, now I have a gun compartment just everywhere randomly in my house. So that aspect, okay, cool. I got a chuckle out of me. But like, I used to really think Kevin Hart was funny. Now I was like, oh, you know, he's cool. Yeah, but uh, have you had conversation with someone like, like a, somebody within the same like life situation as him? Say that he's not funny. Because I, I find it that someone who's like has kids, you know what I mean, raising kids and everything like that, usually find him extremely funny. Just because they can put themselves within the situations that he brings up. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of comedy is that, 
in a sense. Not all of it, but a lot of it is like, oh, he said that. And then you are able to put yourself within the joke. Mm -hmm. So if black and white, as a black person, I already put myself in the joke. So he already, you already take me with you, you know? And then you get to the punchline. Whoever you're trying to hit, whether it's the black person or white person, we will both either laugh or react some some certain some type of way. But uh, I think Kevin Hart is like a genius, in my opinion. I think anyone who's able to put themselves in that type of position with that many people mm -hmm. and be able to still deliver a message and still keep them... They don't have to be ha-ha laughing all the time. I don't think so. But uh, I think anyone who makes it to that level have to have some like a level of... like. Awareness and understanding of like the craft. No, in my so, opinion. somebody like, finds Kevin Hart funny. He does yeah, like yeah. football stadiums when he yeah. goes on tours. Like so, he's like, not my cup of tea. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I will still look at him and be like, yeah, I, I can understand where he's like, how much, how talent, how much, how talented yeah. he is. You know? I think his like he sold out Madison Square Garden like three nights in a row or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's like ridiculous. No, that's yeah. And my mom doesn't find him funny. I think he's fairly funny. I don't remember that Netflix episode. One just, though, which is the one that just came out like last year sometime. I just hated seeing him in movies all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah. By the third the third movie, I was like, all right, we can like, but that slow happened. down. When that School Night came too. out, I was yeah. like, I'm okay. It's just like, you guys can't say no to a script, dog. Just let it go. <laughs> but he, uh, he talked about that. He's just like, when you're on a run, especially like a comedian or whatever, when you have your, your time period, you don't know when it's going to end. Yeah. You have a three-year period when you're the hottest thing in the world, and every script is coming your way. So his thinking was like, all right, I don't, I'm on the top of the world right now. I don't know how long I'm going to be on top of the world. So I'm going to do everything I possibly can now, because when the opportunities stop, they stop. You know, you could shoot a movie, and it might not come out for another five years. Yeah. So all these movies Kevin Hart shot, he could have shot years ago when, Pete, when Kevin Hart was like, everyone wanted Kevin Hart to be in a movie. And now these movies time to come out, so it's like he's still being. They came movies. out back to back. back. Like yeah. he said, he was pretty much accepting everything. Yeah. I think I remember like, him every too. Buddy yeah. cop film he could possibly do. Yeah, with somebody else. I mean, I like the bromance between him and The Rock. I like to watch him on Instagram. Oh yeah, they are doing another movie together. Jumanji Two is coming out. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I was waiting for Kevin Hart to pop up in uh, the Fast and Furious. Why? I'm just, why not? That doesn't even make sense. Is the rock still in Fast and Furious? How big is this car going to be? How oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. How just came out? Oh, yeah. Uh, there yeah. hasn't been any good blockbuster films this summer, so. Uh. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Endgame for the came out this summer. summer. Wow. That's it what I'm saying. That, I guess it feels like it was forever ago. May, I guess. May, yeah. Started at the beginning that's of May. Not, May's not summer. Well, this, that's what Disney said. When in the game came out, we're starting the summer. The summer starts now. Oh, that's they, what they told yeah. you. Well, yeah, that's what Disney said. I mean, Disney said it. Disney <laughs> I, forgot, money. I forgot that movie they already. They somebody. I got to see it again. Yeah. I think it was already on like net. No, not Netflix. Not it's not on Netflix. So um, mm. you can. It's you can gonna like come out it. on Disney Plus. It's crazy. Oh, isn't that with Hulu? I it's swear to God, if you talk about Disney Plus, <laughs> <laughs> I just—it's crazy how it used to take months for movies to come out like on DVD and shit, mm -hmm. and now it's just like two week turnaround from when they're like not in theaters anymore. It's crazy how fast. And you know HBO immediately. So if a movie was to release like simultaneously in theaters and like on a streaming service, which which one would you prefer? Streaming I still service. Go to the theater. It depends on the movie. Yeah. If it's like a big action movie. With a lot of CGI effects or something, I go to the theater. Otherwise, I'm just gonna stay at home. I agree with that. Yeah, it also has to be something I really want to see. 
I'd see Hobbs and Shaw at home. I don't. I don't think that. <laughs> I think everybody. I think everybody saw that at home. Like, it's a certain movie. I'm just like, you know what? It's not worth the the effort to go to the movie theater to see this. There's nothing to see at the movie. Oh well, it too. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, who's, I'm not gonna. I saw Ma for the first time yesterday. How was that? You know, it was okay. Like I give it to Octavia Spencer. She did a really good job. She like she did a, like the big eye type like like sad homely type of black woman and she's you know unsuspected like she did a good job but then it just I just couldn't believe the reason she was torturing these kids because she was giving fellatio in the school to the wrong boy like it just made no sense I was just like this is the reason like a fucked up my she, like, <laughs> what is this? The, like what? the whole time I'm watching the movie I'm like okay so what type of am like I'm ho- Shigama, I'm chopping twisted at man. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like the whole time like thinking to myself, like, but, like keep hearing the like the why. sound upstairs, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe it's like the illegitimate child of like someone who, and I hate to like throw rape in a in a movie, but like movies like this love that type of stuff. So like that who raped her, and then she has this baby, and like now she's getting revenge on everybody. That makes sense. Why you're sewing people's mouths together, like what? Yeah, yeah and like she painted the black boy's face, and was like, there only can be one of us. She painted it white, and I was like, damn, like since she getting real hardcore but then it was she gave fellatio to the wrong kid in school when she was a kid like they were in high school wow when she was in high school i mean they were kids high schoolers are kids you this isn't making sense (laughs) okay when she was in high school (laughs) okay there (laughs) when she was in high school there was like a group of kids that were popular and she wasn't and they you know they were going to play a joke on her so they were like okay we're going to be your friend you're going to have to, in order, the boy that you like a lot, who was played by the guy who played Dracula, he was pretty good. But that shit was crazy. But anyways, I'll tell you how he died. That Sassy, shit was ridiculous. So she went to the, so they were like, okay, so we're going to take you and we're going to put you in the hallway closet or something. And it's going to be dark in there. You're going to give fellatio to this boy that she, and likes. It's, that she likes and then she comes out and she was you no know, like you know how did i do and he said you did great <laughs> anyways so yeah you know you did great and so they walk out and then there's the whole school standing there looking at her and then she turns around and it's not the boy that she likes it's the i don't know some other boy i don't know who he was but it was some other dude. So, and so then it, that so, just... So was she like the one black person in the school? No, there was other black people. And that's something that I was kind of wondering about, too. Because I was just like, what Midwest town? Because my, my Midwest town wasn't integrated until like the 80s. So it was like, I don't know what Midwest town where you have like multitudes of black and white people just like all nice to each other in like the 70s. Like, it, it just made no sense. But, you know, if... It was a mess. But anyways, the guy she ended up killing him by slitting his wrist and giving him an infusion of dog blood. Hmm. It's very specific. I yeah. know. That's I had hope for this like, movie. You, like, had so you, much hope. Like, where do you come up with that? It had to have happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be true. Um, it was just not a good movie. It was a lot. It was interesting. I say go watch it. Go to the red box and get it. If anybody does that anymore. No. <laughs> Nah, but no nah. one does red box. No, people still do red box, but I don't, I don't none know. Of, we, none of you do. We'd go, go to red box to get, to get my, not, <laughs> not after the explanation of the movie. Maybe I before, but now, now, now that I know oh. what it is, I'd rather not. 
Mm. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to explain that one out. Yeah. I, I now definitely am not going to go see that <laughs> shit. Like, I wasn't going to go see it. Now I'm like, just avoiding it. Even if I see like on Netflix, like next up, I'm just going to scroll right past it really fast. It's not worth my time. I feel well. You know, hey, make your own decisions. I think she went to a point. black high school. None of that shit would have happened. None exactly. of that would have happened. I feel like worse things happen at black high schools than that. But why black high schools? Mm, they're urban. <laughs> <laughs> White high schools are urban areas too. But these are black high schools, so it's a difference. So um, earlier you said that. You believe that when you're doing stand up, you have your material that you're going to do, right? So, like, when you walk, yeah. yeah, so you have it on stage. So, even if you walk into a room and, like you said, it was like all white comedy, he's like, you don't alter it at all. He's like, no, what? you don't. You don't alter the message. You alter uh, how you deliver it. Yeah, the timing. No, not how. You, like the timing uh, dictates. You, like white people love the slower you speak, the better. Mm. They kind of. Grab, like I think the way I speak personally, they kind of gravitate towards my comedy when I speak slower. But when I'm with a like predominantly like black crowd, I have to speak a little faster, just because like my speech I've noticed is a little slower than like many people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so little things like that. But you don't you don't want to change the message because I think that f- fucks up a lot of shit for you later on. You want to keep everything the same every single night. That's the only way you can tell. How people react to your shit, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, uh, there's this joke that we talk about, like a nigga is so dark he make Wesley Snipe look like Steph Curry, right? But the people in Cali, when they like heard that, if I say it slower, they will laugh like really, really loud, you know, like white people. But over here, when I said it, like the first time I said that, they, uh, I said it like a little slower, but it was a lot, like black crowd, and they reacted some type of way because they knew the characters. Immediately, mm-hmm. so you don't want to speak slow when the people know the like the peop- the characters within your joke. So when I said it like faster, and I was saying it faster and faster, they kind of laughed more, and I was like, oh, so it's not really the joke; it's like the the tempo at which you say it. Little shit like that is like you realize it. Okay, so Josh, when you're in front of a when you uh, are performing doing a concert, do you have a look at the crowd and be like, all right, we're not starting out with this song; we're gonna yeah, yeah, switch up y'all set list. Do we switch it up? Uh, every single time. Like, there's a lot of times uh, that someone would just say in a group chat, we're rapping tonight, whoever shows up are the, are the ones that are going on stage, and then somebody will pick a beat. Because we, we all rhyme on the same tempo. Mm-hmm. So if you rhyme on the same tempo, if you just pick a beat, that's a song that you could perform, and everybody goes crazy. Okay, so you never look out. Y'all never. You just never the time you look on the crowds like, all right, we can't do. No, fuck white people. So you gonna do? <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So you're, when you're saying, so like, do you not cater to your crowd? Yeah. Do if we cater to the crowd? If you're looking at a very hipster crowd, you're like, okay, we know we can get into our '90s hip hop bag. Where if you get like at a very, I don't know. A very urban crowd. You said, <laughs> "You're like, all right, very we had a good statement." Yeah, I mean, we. I remember we did like an outdoor festival, and so at the time we had songs that were, um, you know, when like when people were start doing uh, like reggae mm-hmm. and what they call ska. We had a song where it's like it was ska, and we performed at like the outdoor festival with those like the faster paced, you know, party songs. Like when it's like that. But then at the time we were going to like uh, like the department store, like we know like we're gonna be the only like group that makes that type of music. So it's like we might as well go super deep into it. So it's like it'll you know it's more of a shock for them. And then like on a regular stage, 
um, it's probably just a medium. So like the, like the big, I guess if you get like a bigger stage, the the, the faster paced stuff, and then with the smaller stage, you can go a little bit slower. And then when it's like uh, okay, when we did uh, Merger Show, mm-hmm. it was like right there in the middle. Okay. So it doesn't matter if they're white or black. Um. To be one hundred percent honest, I never really performed into a white crowd until the last show that we did. I guess always been like majority this is Atlanta. Black. Yeah, but it was it was it was like the I guess like that underground like the underground hip hop crowd is definitely different from like the trap. Crowd. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, doing both like you like, I guess you really like notice the type of people who are coming out because like, like we'll get more uh, like more attention when it's like the um, the older hip hop crowd, but in front of the trap crowd, it's like more of like they just it's like they're not used to seeing that because it's always like when you go to like a tra- when trap shows, it's nothing but the same thing, and then mm-hmm. we're always just like the one. Like group that's doing something that's different, so it's more of like a shock. So, like, do you ever perform it? They're just like staring at you. <laughs> that would be like no. when, the reason I asked you about like bombing earlier, and, and same thing. We like I couldn't imagine performing or doing anything on stage, and people are like not giving me any type of like, feedback, feedback or reaction. Yeah, like I was looking at you dead eyed. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. But, but it's, it's scarier for them than it is for the person on stage. Uh, maybe. Uh, it is. I might feel bad for that person on stage. <laughs> no, that's why. But that's your reaction, not his at the moment. Like, when you're bombing, a lot of people think you're like, oh, this is the worst shit ever. But it's the people in the crowd having that. Like, you, you're just like, all right, I guess they don't. Like, you really, it's when you look back, you're like, damn, that was really, really rough. But you got to look back to it. In the moment, it doesn't feel the same. Uh, that's good for them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the crowd. Like, you in the crowd, you're like, damn, this, he needs to get off. Like, I get right anxiety for yeah, them. You, it's your personal feeling. It's not theirs. It's, it's like, why totally are you so different. bad? Don't yeah, be so yeah. bad. I get that part, but still. <laughs> nah, y'all, y'all have a different type of um, wherewithal about yourselves? Because, nope. Mm-hmm. Not me. <laughs> I got it. So, uh, Z. How was Dave Chappelle? You went to this a while ago. And every time I've been meaning to ask you about it, but I always forget. It was cool. Um, he told us that he was filming for his Netflix special. Um, he did a lot of jokes that I assume a lot of people took offense to when the special came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really followed it too much. But yeah, he was in his bag. It was old Dave Chappelle. He was, he was funny to me. Definitely had a lot of interesting takes on things that were problematic to say the least, mm-hmm. but it was really funny. I enjoyed it. Uh, I knew, like, when he came out, the way the, uh, the special starts, when he walks out on stage, you see the old uh, Chappelle Show logo on the on the ground. I was like, oh, yeah. It's going to be one of those, huh? Yeah. Okay. And it began. Yeah, that's the second time I've seen him, and he hasn't disappointed. Um, it was really funny. He's my favorite comic, personally. Yeah? Yeah, since forever, really. But, uh, yeah, he's, I think he's the most, he looks inward the most out of every comic, which is really hard for many, like, comedians. Yeah. Because most of them are just, like, what's happening outside, outside, outside. Like, especially, like, that trans joke that he made. You have to look inward for that. It's not like an, like, you don't, you have to look inside of yourself what you have gone through to sort of create that joke, in my opinion, personally. But, and I uh, do. Yeah, he even said, I think he understands, like, why certain groups, like, hate him. Yeah, like he gets it. He's like, I'd hate me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but like some of the shit's just jokes, at least to him. Yeah, some of the sh- 
But it has to be jokes it for has you to, to be. yeah. Comedy has to be subjective. What mm-hmm. other like avenue can you like broach all the subject matters and not get killed? Like, I feel like there's no, and that's why. No, 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 no. He's getting, he's getting killed. It's no, not I literally. Mean, like literally, like this certain countries, you just express your opinion in that matter. Like you get killed, like legit killed. Mm-hmm. So, and even in America, like he was able to express that opinion, but. For, there were so many subject matters. Like in terms of like a politician being able to dabble in all the subject matters, he can't. So there's no other like profession that you can really do that and come out alive. At least he can. I mean, he can do another special and he'll sell out. And I feel like there's no other like. Doesn't he have like a deal? Netflix keeps paying him. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah he, so I think he has two more. They kind of knew what he was gonna do. Like it wasn't surprising. The jokes weren't surprising. At, at this point, I think he's going for a reaction. It's like it helps him. They say. Yeah. Like, uh, people, even the angry people, still post clips of his stand up on Twitter and shit like that. Like, I say, no publicity is bad publicity. Mm-hmm. And it seems like. But my question with that, at what point does it become, like, worth it, you know? Like, but I found it especially to be funny, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not necessarily a person that would be offended by those jokes. Because he's not talking about me specifically, you know? So. I can't tell if a trans person says you can't make those jokes because trans people die every single day and you making jokes makes it just you're just normalizing trans people dying, right? That's like a criticism I saw of it. Right. I can't tell them you can't say that because he's just joking. I don't think I'm he not, said anything about them dying, did he? No, he didn't, but yeah. it's the... It's a general. Yeah, you're making fun of trans people, and it's like so you get someone, all of it. Yeah, yeah. By some way, you're part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. Like by you making fun of trans people. Yeah. You give other people who also make fun of trans people, like they now okay. feel yeah they yeah. now feeling power like what? Guess you know like with Trump and racism. Yeah. Trump doesn't ask. He does not saying go out and do racist things. But like you're but vindicating these yeah, people. Yeah. So then when you do that, when you're in, it's almost like you're encouraging racists yeah. to do more and more racist things. Now races out in the streets doing more and more racist things. So I can see that line of thinking. Yeah. But even though I like, even though I might find it funny, and I was like, no, he doesn't mean it like that. I can't. You can't. I, I can't tell someone else not to be offended by it. Yeah. Yeah. So my question is like, at what point in time does it not become worth it to you? It's like okay, because Dave Chappelle, like I, I like to think Dave Chappelle is like a, a top tier comedian. Like he doesn't have to do these jokes. And that's another thing I saw a lot of people saying, like, um, he doesn't, he's doing this for cheap laughs. Like, he doesn't have to do these types of jokes. Dave Chappelle can make a joke about anything. Why is he choosing to, it's like he's going for the lowest hanging fruit, which is, again, I don't think so. But cause I always look at Dave Chappelle's uh, style of comedy as being, like, deep in the rap to a certain extent. Like, he's telling you a joke, but it, the joke is... The joke is a little more and more subversive. I think it's similar to like kind of how like South Park shock value satire. Mm-hmm. Like it'll make fun of and criticize American school shootings by having a whole episode where kids are running to and from and dodging bullets to get to class and shit like that. And you're like, well, why the fuck would you do that? And it's, I've never heard of that. Yeah, this past, this past season of South Park is a little That's insane. horrible. But yeah, it's, I look at it like it's satire. Um, and this is one way to look at it, I guess. That's just me. Mm-hmm. But so, what if the comedy can help too, right? Hmm? The comedy can help too. Because like, if you make the subject matter so far away 
and you make it like this daunting thing that you can never broach. You can never really sort of delve into it and tell yourself, oh, okay, it's okay to laugh about shit like this. It's okay to laugh about trans people because they're human beings. It's like that whole thing. We went through a whole phase of like, you can never make fun of people on wheelchairs. And now a lot of people make fun of people on wheelchairs because there's this comic who's on a wheelchair who come on stage and be like, stop trying to make, put yourself in our shoes and how we will react to a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're kind of taking away their power to sort of laugh if you do that. I mean, I feel like this, you have to balance it, but I don't, I don't, I didn't find anything wrong with it special, to be honest. I don't like, think anybody, I don't think any of us did. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, the reaction, yeah, was like, there I were think, some uncomfortable moments. Like when he did the Michael Jackson jokes, the Macaulay yeah. Culkin jokes, <laughs> I was like, I laughed, but then I also felt uncomfortable <laughs> by laughing at it, but it was funny. So it's like, you have to give them the props of it being funny. Yeah. But see, even a joke like that, I... I laugh at that joke because it's what's the thing we talk about in the black community? Like, oh, uh, it's always like, oh, that weird uncle that touched you. You know, the jokes like, oh yeah. yeah. So it's like, look at all these people. Are all the R. Kelly like, jokes. It, yeah, exactly. So it's like, look at this thing that happens to all these different types of people. But even in this instance, for the vast majority of people, all you have to look forward to is just an awkward Thanksgiving. At least you could like, it's like looking at the bright side. Oh, you know. You got the king of pop to suck your dick. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, in a grand scale, if you have to be, if you have to be molested. By anybody. Yeah, by anybody. That's I mean, but the car joke I got, I thought that was really funny. Yeah, like, that's my favorite bit. Yeah, he was like, and way in the back of the tees. And that shit had me dying because it's just, nowadays we do have a lot of shows and movies and a lot more representation for trans mm-hmm. people, but... I mean, of course, it's not enough, but it's just, it was funny. And I don't think he said anything that was disrespectful. If anything, I think he kind of, I don't want to say raised the flag to their plight in a way of making a joke about it, saying, okay, well, we want to go to the bathroom. Well, you know, you can't go to the bathroom in like like five states or something like that. There are two states. There's no Mm -hmm. bathroom for you. It's like, that's true. Like, we're next to a state, South Carolina, that did the same thing. So... Not having gender neutral bathrooms, and I don't know where he stays. I think he says he stays in a white area. Ohio, yeah, Ohio. He stays in that is a very Damn. white area. Yeah. He likes to be around the poor whites. <laughs> yes, those are his words. These are his words. Oh man. Anyway, so. Wait, but I also think like, you know, on Twitter, you can see like a, like a two minutes and twenty seconds of any like one particular video, or unless it's like a sponsored video, then you get like a five minutes or whatever. Or however long it is. So I think a lot of people are like taking aspects of a special, like taking the two minutes of a joke. Out of context. Yeah, out of context. And oh, then yeah. like laughing Just at the Just playing the worst joke. part. Yeah, like even when it talks about um, why he can't say the F word anymore, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, was a, that, that was a big thing. I was like, okay. And then even the joke was like, okay. So in a, in a criticism, everyone kept saying, okay, as a black person, you will understand. That's like a white person coming out saying, well, why can't I say the N word? Mm. But so as a heterosexual male, you should understand like you why you couldn't say the F word. But that wasn't the to me, I was like, I don't think that was the point of the joke. The point of the joke was that not just, oh, look at it's it's crazy how we allow like one thing. Like how I look at as a, a lack of power uh by black people, you feel me? That the um 
the LGBT community has so much power in Hollywood or in this other aspect. People respect the them so much. The white gays have so much okay. power in Hollywood. There we go. Mm. The white the white gays have so much power in Hollywood that they could have this word banned. But with black people, we don't even have enough power to ban have the N word screened on national television. That's what I thought a joke was. That was a joke, yeah. Yeah, so but uh, everyone else is making it this other thing. It's like, all right, maybe it's just y'all aren't seeing the whole context of the joke. Yeah. And then some people say, oh, I watched the special. It wasn't funny. Or I still, no, he was still wrong. But it's like, okay, if you, it's like with anything, if you're going into something wanting to be offended, yeah, you're going to you know find what? a reason to be offended. I was offended by that joke. I, well, not offended, but I didn't like it. And I, I'm happy that you kind of explained it that way because I'm just like, oh. That makes sense because it's like if instead of in any Quentin Tarantino film saying nigga as many times as he do and he just put fag instead, mm-hmm. like how long do you think he would be popular? He would that yeah that that movie wouldn't be allowed to be made. Yeah, and I think that and I think that's the joke yeah. that he's getting at. Is like I would love to see that. I, w- like, I want someone to do that. But he still, like, has yeah. a whole different meaning. Yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> Even when he said like, "Oh, okay, well, why can't I say the f word because you're not?" And he was like, "The lady said, oh, because you're not gay.'" He said, like, "Well, I'm not a nigga either." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, you have a point." That was still just the fact that one word can be banned because you know it could offend people. The n word, the word "nigga" offends a lot of black people, but that still hasn't stopped anyone from banning that word. I think that's still the the subtlety of that joke is that. Mm. But oh, if you just look at the joke on the surface level, it's just like, I mean, that's, that's what I immediately thought of that joke. What? I mean, what you, what you explain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, that's the deeper concept. So like, we just look at the joke on the surface level. It's just, yeah, no. It's a people make it seem like Dave Chappelle is just an old old man. So why can't I be offensive? And it's like, no, he's not talking about being offensive. But if, we're, if I can be offensive to one group, why can't I be offensive to everybody? That's a, the yeah. argument people it's are like making. He understands the argument, and because he understands it, he's doing it on purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like he's a. He's attacking a particular subject matter of, I guess, PC culture. Even he talked about it like um in his last special, I think it was a uh, Birds of a Feather. What was that? What was the one? Some quantumity, something. Yeah. I don't know. Is that like yeah. the two part special? Yeah, it was. Well, he dropped two, the one that two sounds specials. like a YouTube album. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it but yeah, even then, uh, he uh, he made a reference like, okay, uh, woman, I know y'all have a lot of power right now, and y'all going hard. I'm telling you, calm down. Like it's it's only gonna come back ten times harder on y'all. People. And then uh, he got a lot of backlash I for think saying I that. I do remember him saying that. And then he got a lot of backlash for saying that. Like, how are you telling women that not to, like you know, women now not have the right to stand up, and these people need to be ousted from comedy and their jobs, and you know, yeah, they're doing the right thing. And then now I was like, okay, and he comes back this special with a joke. Like, yeah, you see all, all these hardships they put in the woman. What do you think? Why do you think they're doing this? Why do you think? It's like when you push too hard one way, people are just going to push back, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like you can't throw a punch at somebody and expect not to get punched back. Yeah, but it's kind of like the men were already throwing the punch. Oh, no, no, so they I were. Think this is the punch back versus like, dang, I, like, I'm going to get hit twice then. <laughs> like, like yeah. I guess I get it. Yeah. I mean, when you explain it, I mean, I get it, but when you explain it that way, I'm just kind of like, dang. Yeah. It's like domestic violence. <clears throat> and then it's the whole thing like, a joke isn't funny once you have to explain it. So, again, I can see, like, again, if you're only look at his particular brand of comedy, or at least this, his current brand of comedy, mm-hmm. if you're only look at it as, as a surface level and you don't want to, if you don't want to look at a joke a different way or if you don't want to have a conversation about, okay, this is why the joke is funny, 
then oh this is what he was saying and not this, then what's the point? You know, They're like what's the point of what's the point of doing comedy? What's the point of laughing at it? If I have to sit here and have a twenty minute discussion about each and every joke and why I found it funny, why I personally find it funny, and why I don't think he was trying to be offensive. You feel me? Yeah, that's kind of like the culture we're in, though. Kind of sucks. Yeah, which is like, like you'll just do like an interview for each joke. Yeah, and just explain each joke per interview. Yeah, even um, going back to Kevin Hart, even what he said about Kevin Hart, I was like really poignant. It was like Kevin Hart was perfect. He was four tweets away from being perfect. Oh yeah, yeah. the Oscar situation. Yeah, they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like he was like, "I'm done apologizing." And then he didn't he also fuck up again. Did some with Lil Nas X. Yeah, so that was on a LeBron show. What happened with the shop? So essentially, what happens? They uh, the premise of the shop is you get a bunch of people from different walks of life, and they all sit down and have a conversation that you would think would be held in a barbershop, whatever, right? So on this particular episode, they had Kevin Hart, Kevin Love, Charlamagne the God, Lil Nas X, uh, Maverick Carter, who's like LeBron's uh, business partner. What the fuck is Kevin Love there? Who was Kevin Love? He played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's, he's in the NBA. And he had uh, Gronk. Why the fuck re- is Gronk there? Who, There's retired. a person named Gronk? Gronkowski. Yeah, yeah Gronkowski. That's also, the first it name? Looks no, nothing like name. a black barbershop. They're trying nah, to make... They're drinking martinis. They're drinking martinis and wine. And you're just having a conversation. <laughs> this so is like a girl. No one talk. is getting their hair cut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I most usually see a barber going through somebody's hair with a comb or something. And who talks more in a barbershop? The person cutting your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no one. <laughs> you don't like this whole I really don't. It's yeah. like they're talking and like the, the person cutting their hair is just like clipping shit. I don't want to hear Gronk's opinions on social issues. Who is Gronk? He played two games for the Picture a football player who came straight out of Jersey Shore, and then you have Gronk. is he black? No, he's no. white. No. Jersey Shore. Oh, so they, I, well, I was Italian, in. like a I know you watched that show. Oh, oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Shut yeah. the fuck. Shut uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I did. Yeah, so, just picture a six seven swole ass white dude who's a Jersey Shore party boy. Yeah. So that's the so that's the premise of the show. Like a bro. Yeah. So what Kevin Hart got in trouble for. Was that Lil um, Maverick asked Lil Nas, okay, so you recently came out as being gay. So he asked, why? So uh, Maverick like, asked him, so why now? Like, why did you feel like it was important for you to come out now? And Lil Nas said, because I'm at the height. Like, I know I'm never going to have another big, another hit as big as Old Town Road. It's literally the best, you know, the, the song, it's the highest grossing song of all time. I'm never going to do that again. So if me coming out and saying I'm gay now means more because I'm at the top, as opposed to if I was to wait until yeah I started to fall off and then I say it, people don't think I'm doing it just for attention. So there's more but weight. Behind people it. now think he's still doing it for attention because he waited to the last day of Pride. But how much up. more attention could he possibly get? But that's his, that's his point. He's like, I, I, me doing it right now. You know I'm being serious about it. I don't think it. he was in the closet. I think he just that's what he didn't said. like yeah, 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 he yeah. just had to come no, no, back there out. Are of, there are plenty of people like, no, no, no. When Lil they Nas found out he used to run a Nicki Minaj Twitter yeah, he's account, a, I was like, he's a Nicki Minaj stand I mean, does that automatically mean you're gay? Yeah. Like 90. No, no, no. A stan account. Not like a parody account. A stan account. Dang. He was calling people's houses probably and shit like that. So that's 99%. Yeah. So... So yeah, so that so that's a little Nas X's uh, explanation of why he did it. And Kevin Hart was said, but why? Like you, like okay, you're gay. Who cares? Not in like a he's a, he pretty much. Kind of he said, like, "Who cares?" Yeah, he said, "Who cares?" Like you're gay. Who cares? Did he laugh afterwards? 
Yeah, uh, granted, <laughs> they, you know, all, they were all drunk out at this point in time. They've been there for you know mm-hmm. the show is only like thirty to forty five minutes, mm-hmm. but you can assume they've been there for like two three hours. Yeah, they've been drinking wine and, and martinis talking. or whatever, and talking this entire time. Mm. So um, so when he said it, he worded it. He was like one of those, you know people have a diary of the mouth. Mm-hmm. They just can't keep talking. So he was like that. But what he was trying to say was. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Yeah. All you have to say, okay, I'm gay. That's it. You don't have yeah. to talk. Because, you know, Lil Nas X, when people like, talk about, once people find out, oh, oh um, Lil Nas X is gay, oh, Old Town Road, horses in the back. Uh, all, people start with all these oh, dumb jokes. And, he, and, 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 and Lil Nas X was making fun of it. You know, uh-huh. he, he was like going along with the joke. And he was like, you don't even have to do all that. Like, those are people on Twitter. They're going to be mad about whatever. Yeah. They're going to attack you for whatever. Yeah. That does not matter. Like you said what you said, you are who you are. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody. So he was trying to make a statement of, "Hey, Lona, you can live in your truth." Mm. People took that as, "Oh, Kevin Hart is homophobic. Yeah, he's homophobic. And he's minimalizing. He's minimalizing. Marginalized. Marginalizing. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, he's marginalizing Lil Nas X, making us seem like, oh, well, your experience isn't true. Even Lil Nas X is like, you know how it is being in the hood, like." Gay people aren't accepted in the hood. Gay people aren't accepted in the black communities. Like, you know, like, if you're really from the hood, you know that. And Kevin Hart's like, oh, look, like, people, he's like, nowadays people don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, nowadays, like, you can just be you and you don't have to worry about what that's other people all, think. That's not all. That nigga yeah. lives in Hollywood, though. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're having different experiences when we walk down the street. And Kevin Hart not just walking down the street, so. Not anymore. And he's not yeah. gay, apparently. So I don't yeah, know what so the that's fuck the, he's talking about. So he was getting uh, attacked for that statement, which, again, like, he's. He was trying to be helpful, yeah. But he was saying too much to not, not get that point across or whatever. So people are like, oh, well, he's homophobic, and you know, uh, people still look at Charlamagne and God as being homophobic, and the, and people are almost like coming to Lil Nas. Lil Nas hasn't said anything about it. See, he's just like he sat there. And he's like, okay, cool. he just kind of nodded his head like, okay, cool. Other people that like, trying to get the input, like, yeah, man, you can be you. You don't have to. You can live in your truth. You don't mm-hmm. have to explain your thing. Everyone's trying to like. Coddle him? Yeah, to say everyone on the show was trying to coddle him mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Okay. But people on Twitter looked at it as like, oh no, they're they're still cutting him off. They're not giving him a chance to speak. Feel like they're patronizing him. Yeah, there's like, mm. oh some people even going out and say, Oh, I just want to grab Lil Nas X's hand and walk him out the thing and that should be a crime that you had all these heterosexual males out there berating this young gay black man. I was like, I, I really have to watch this now. I was like, I don't I feel like I should be up in arms. Literally and you watch the episode it's, I didn't get that at all. With like rainbow it, fire. <laughs> Just angry at everybody. Yeah, but like, people are really going, again, it's all over a two-minute clip. And people are all saying all these different things about it. Like, people are having whole, whole dissertations. Wait, how long is these episodes? You the, said like 30 minutes? They're 30 or 45 minutes, and people are taking a- How long is the clip? The clip is two minutes and 20 okay, seconds. Okay, I'll watch it. And people are taking this as like, okay, No. You're wrong. And then people start bringing up uh, Kevin Hart as being homophobic. And it's homophobia. And it's all based off those four tweets. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because all that came from a stand-up special. Isn't that the one about the dollhouse? Yeah. And then like Dave Chappelle redid another one about... He made a whole joke about... Yeah, he made a, yeah. Joke, he made a joke about Kevin Hart making a joke. <laughs> joke about yeah. the dollhouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, the joke was, if, my, if I found out my son was gay, 
I would take the little dollhouse he had and hit him over the head with it. But his son went on the dollhouse because he wouldn't know his son was gay. Yeah. So the, the the joke was I had to go out to buy him a dollhouse just to hit him. Miss all these flags yeah. that my kid was Where'd gay. Where'd you get his dollhouse? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's the that's that's the Kevin Hart joke, right? Friend. It was a stand-up joke. You can go watch. You can go watch this stand-up comedy. He makes this joke, right? And the sad thing but, is, like, I remember it, yeah. but I don't remember it, it until about, it became. Yeah, it's like ten years again. ago. Mm-hmm. And then ten years ago, as he was tweeting, get out. And this is back when you know he was actively, actively on Twitter. Instead of him just saying before Twitter even had video, so instead of showing a video of the joke, he tweeted the joke, like in word form. And then when this whole Oscars thing came up, people went back into his Twitter account. Ten years ago. Ten years ago, people went back into his Twitter account and saw these play. jokes and saw this with no context to him. And said Kevin Hart is homophobic because he said he'll hit his son over the head with a dollhouse if he found out he was gay. Oh goodness! Completely disregarding the fact that all this was from a stand-up comedy routine, and then even when people found that out, said, "Well, that doesn't matter. You're still preaching violence against gay people." But again, that wasn't the premise of the joke. The joke was, "I would have to do all of these things to my son. I would have to like encourage him to be gay just so I can do this thing for him not to be gay." And that's. that's the uh, absurdity of it all. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's just like, eh. I, again, it comes to the point, I look at it, what's the point? Like, I get on Twitter now, it's like, I almost get depressed. Cause it's like, people keep attacking people. Like, no one, I don't say no one's safe, but it's just like. You're depressed. Yeah, it's like damn. Every day, <laughs> I feel it's like, like every day I see somebody. somebody you like, said like, yeah. over like a statement. <laughs> Your reaction. Yeah, he's like, just tired of people. I am. I, I am. Love to unpack there. Just uh, <laughs> they're bringing no, no, the thing, no. The thing that made me like not say like sad or I don't even understand Twitter's interface. Yeah, the thing that makes me like not say sad about what camera because camera just got in a really bad car accident. Oh yeah, did yeah. he break his back or something? Yeah, he's a. One report said he has like three cracked vertebrae, okay. um, and, and some parts even saying like he's like paralyzed now. Paralyzed. Like, yeah, some that's what something like no one's no it's official like, from the, like yeah, inquirer no, or something. Yeah, no official report has come out, and all it says is that he's had suffered serious back injuries or whatever. Right, mm-hmm. he's currently in the hospital, and hence, and that happened. Let's say that happened on Thursday. Yeah, the episode comes out on Saturday, and. People went from saying like, "Oh man, prayers for Kevin Hart" to "Fuck that nigga." Rebrand yourself. Yeah, <laughs> They're banning him again. Yo, Stop yeah, out the rest of his vertebrae. The fact that this episode and he recorded this months ago. Yeah, no, literally, people were sitting there and they were tweeting like gifts of car accidents. They say, uh, "This is Kevin Hart," and it was a lot of a lot of uh, gay people was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't have to care about Kevin Hart." Kevin Hart. You could just not say about. anything, but then I mean, what's the point of Twitter? I don't know. Yeah, There's so much Twitter? more other shit gay people can worry about than Kevin Hart talking about dollhouses and shit. You know. I mean, I <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess so much more important shit they can worry about. In my opinion, you know. Yeah. Wait, what am I worried about? Damn. I don't know. What are your beliefs, sassy? My beliefs in what? In Jesus? Jesus. Sure. Uh, another subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard Nicki Minaj retiring. There you go. There you go. How about that? From music? Yes. Yeah. From I, I just want to know, like, is she? I just want to know how she's gonna look pregnant. Let's ask with Lil the Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> Immediate response. <laughs> how's she gonna look pregnant with her butt? Yeah. What do you mean? Like I know what she look like from the side. I just 
with the with the pregnant stomach, and then I just she thought. Mm. Does she have a fake butt? Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't get that. Are shit. you joking? <laughs> I wasn't joking. You didn't know that Nicki Minaj had a fake butt. Had a fake butt. I, I what thought it was rock all real. <laughs> have you been living under? It shakes when she walks, so I mm. thought it was real. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, one's, no one's hits are made That's to support that much ass, bro. <laughs> and you the, lived in LA. How did it, you? That's all I gauge. Fake on the real. If it's shaking, I'm like, all right, that's real. Wow. I'm not even going to go further than that. There's no point. You shouldn't <laughs> you even think a, about it then. You just said it's real enough for me. But what's the point? It shouldn't even be real anymore. Like if, if it I'm shakes or not. If I'm gonna sleep with the person, then I'll go in depth. But otherwise, what's the point? There's no point in me going in depth about you having a fake ass or not. Well, there you go. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's fake, and that's not. It's Do you notice a hundred percent. Yes, yes. This is How? a known thing. Uh, this is well, not like because when Nikki. Certain things no, always get to me. That's no, why. No, no. First, like when Nicki Minaj like first came out, she was like tiny. She was young, so yeah, she was nah, She was underdeveloped. No, no, no. She was like she was a full like she was a full girl. Like no one she looked grown that much ass, bro. She looked one way before she before she signed with your money. She was a grown ass woman when she signed. Yeah, she looked one way before she signed with your money, and after she signed with your money, she was in her twenties. Yeah, she was like twenty five. Ain't nobody but growing anymore, bro. She's like thirty six now. Yeah, she's old. Maybe she's a late bloomer or some shit. You don't know. No, 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 no. No, she's a she's a full on adult. If she was like a teenager, like if they discover her as a kid, they discover her as an adult, <laughs> and then her ass grew by like ten thousand percent. Dang! Yeah, then she used to rap about it. Yeah. So yeah, like her Nicki Minaj before she signed before Nicki Minaj before she signed with Young Money, it looks com- not completely different. No, it's completely different. But yeah, completely differently from Nicki Minaj we got after she signed with Young Money, and her biggest her big thing and everyone else like a lot of her fans' big thing was. Nicki Minaj had to do this to blow up because she can really rap, but no one's paying attention to her. But if she has big titties and a fat ass, then Nick, she can, can get. Can she rap though? Yeah, Nicki Minaj can rap. <laughs> she could. She can rap. Can in she? The beginning. I liked her first album Which, a lot. Is she saying important shit in her music? Like she's saying, believe you know, in yourself I, and like save me. I mean, I'm that's one in, song I like. I'm me. not in Nicki Minaj's demographic, so I can't. <laughs> so I can't tell you what. Somebody get Lil Nas X on the line. Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell you why or. What, what people get out of Nicki Minaj's music, but if you ask joy, Nicki Minaj, they right? get joy. Yeah, they like her. Like, they uh, like her. Beam me up, Scotty. Like her first mixtape when she was down, she was in she was in Atlanta. She was fucking with Gucci Man and all that, like rapping on a bunch of Southern beats. Go back and listen to early Nicki Minaj stuff. Nicki Minaj can really, really rap, and then she went more and more pop because she's becoming a bigger, bigger star. I liked her when she turned pop. You like her? Really? She, yeah, because I like pop music. There's a time when so she was here for it. There's so a time when she was Starships. bearable. Yep. Wow. I like that. Did yeah, that parable? was right on time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was tolerable. Chippy, chippy, Tolerable. She was okay on the palette. She yeah, was, no, I mean, she then, wasn't bad. She wasn't good. She was there. It was, what's that song? Monster off of uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy yeah. where she outrapped Jay Z, Kanye West, and Rick Ross, who were considered like three of the top tier rappers, and she outrapped all of them. And that's what took people from Nicki Minaj is cool that, oh, you really have to pay attention to Nicki Minaj because he are Jay Z is. Considered the greatest rapper of all time by most people. You have Kanye West, the greatest artist of all time, considered by some people. You got Rick Ross, who's never dropped a bad album and was on top of the game at this point. And Nicki Minaj comes in and outraps all of them. It had to, she had a game still in verse of that song and of that album. And what did that come out like? 2009? 
I think you might be a fan. 2010? <laughs> <laughs> like, low key. You I, mean, know. I mean, he's 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 strong. Strong. he's true. He's like, he got he's pink on too. Yeah. That was a like, you was a bar, bro. I ain't wearing pink. You were straight up. <laughs> it's okay. Get him, yo. Let nah, us know. I, That's I, what you like. We got him, boys. I can go in depth about a song. That was like a Wikipedia page description of Nicki Minaj. No, no. I'm really into rap, so I... Mm-hmm. Like to look at all these. Who's your things. favorite artist? It, it doesn't have to be your favorite. Just one you listen to. Oh, uh, uh, Lupe this. Fiasco. That comes out. Lupe red. Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco. Then Jay-Z's up there. No. Um, Who is that? Madrid. No. Um, Madrid. I mean, certain people do. Yeah, Madrid is Kid Cudi. Oh, that's Kid the one. Sure. That's yeah. the one. I think Kid Cudi's better. Kid Cudi's up there too. Personally. Yeah, Kid Cudi makes. He's not the best rapper. He's not the best singer. But somehow he makes music that just touches your soul. <laughs> Yeah. That makes any sense. Kid Cudi, he's a, probably the only one that sings about depression and shit, man. He's, I mean, he was the first one that I've heard. I mean, just, I mean, just pretty you know, other genres shit. that touch like, it, but he's the only, I think he's like the first one in hip hop that really touched it in that way. Because I mean, there was still Charles Hamilton, like he yeah. did, he rapped about it a lot but during I mean, that like, time. Kind of blew it up a little bit. Yeah, he's the one that blew. I mean, Charles Hamilton was supposed to. But, I, yeah. He was supposed to, but that never happened. Yeah. And then Kid Cudi, who did it even better. Kid Cudi's dope, man. Mm. I just need someone to cut in, a, like when Madrid would do his yodeling through the mouth thing. That Kid Cudi <laughs> just put that in right there. Yeah. <laughs> this is I'm a J- Josh. Just, wait, wait, just gonna, I'm just like gonna, he does this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like a Kid Cudi home. Yeah. Like a Kid Cudi home. Like Kid Cudi home in a very yeah. specific way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like just, Madrid is really good at doing it. He'll make a reference to a song. Yo, that shit brings people together. Yeah. 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 I swear, like it's like keep doing it. I no. feel you. Like a seance. You just feel like you're in a bonfire in the woods. Yeah. Someone just playing Kid Cudi homes. A master mix. Yeah, like that artist. That, <laughs> That's like, not like a black ass cult. I'm so here for that. I want to get invited. Who's saying uh, you better run through the like? Is it the devil or something like that? Yeah, the, you Rory. 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 He yeah. has that weird. You can't feel sing too much. Him. Huh? Oh my God. I can't sing at all. <laughs> I, know, I know that. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> Oh no! I thought you were this. I was like, I know I can't. <laughs> no, no, I meant like. Shit! I thought you were talking shit. We can't be. We can't pay for nothing. You Ain't nobody. Re- don't reverse your shit talking. <laughs> Keep going. I was not talking shit. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, kick cut. That's a different discussion for a different day. Yeah. Dang, your phone blowing up. No, I was checking it. Mm-hmm. But um, nah, kick Cuddy, Uh, he was set up to win. He was what? Kick Cuddy was set up to win. Besides Mars, has anybody seen any good movies lately? Good. Yeah, I'm watching a lot of Survivor. <laughs> you like, said Survivor. Yes. How is Survivor? Yeah, so okay, many, so which which season of Survivor are you? I don't know. Um, okay. my girlfriend's she loves Survivor. Okay. Like if she like that's one of her. I feel like it's a very binge worthy show to watch. It is. It is, and it's good. Cause I wasn't like when I first started watching, I was just like, fucking old ass to watch this show. Watch fucking Survivor. Yo, you get into it. Like, these people on these islands for, like, 30-plus days, dirty and hungry, bodies just changing. It is, it's it's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that when it first came out, I was I, I watched Survivor when it first came out. I yeah. loved that show. Like I the, loved that show. The underhanded, like, I got my idol. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going home. I got my idol. And it's like some person who was, like, playing the whole thing ended up going home. You just be like, oh, shit, they sent Dan home. Just a it's bunch like, of high school drama shit. Yep. And then, but it all kind of like, can you build a fire? You know, can you build us some shelter while we're like... Can you build shelter around all of this shade? 
<laughs> you know, right by. <laughs> that, was good. that was good. Just to share. That, that was good. That was good. That was good. Oh, that was cold. Just the shade. Just the shade. Yo, lo- anyways, it's. I feel like survival. Was, watch. It's biggest when Lost was big too, because I feel like yeah, they, yeah. They, they kind of I, think, I think so, I think like Survivor, Survivor. I think Survivor was first, and then someone's like, "Let's make a show that's like Survivor, but like we get to script it." Yeah, yeah. Let's get weird with it, and, we and they got really bring in the polar bears <laughs> and, the, and the fog. Like, yeah. what, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I, so Tom Hanks could. I remember really being into Survivor, and then like one of the people that got kicked off, and they wanted to get kicked off. They kind of like exposed the show. Oh, they did? What'd they say? Well, it says, like, okay, all the challenges are real. Everything you see in the show does happen, but they don't really live on the island. Like, they all go sleep. All of them sleep in, like, hotels and all the other stuff. That's what? what? Can you imagine yeah, doing that they job? Just take, they just take them to the hotel. <laughs> they just take them to the island. <laughs> like, some people all, got two seasons. All the show. Like, wait, so, it's wait. It's not a scripted show. Like, all the, so everything that happens on the show. what's up with all the weight loss and everything? Yeah. They're just eating. Take I mean, the continental breakfast. The continental breakfast was busting for more people than others. Again, Survivor. Again, survivors never officially come out and said this, but this is someone who was on the show. Yeah. Came out and said, oh, Everything I think is real about the show, like all that stuff does happen, but like okay, we ain't but I really need more people island. because there's like always eighteen yeah. contestants on this show. Yeah, y'all don't remember, and uh, there's like all of these seasons. You can't get, take family. away Survivor yeah. from us like this. No, no, no. <laughs> you gotta no, come. you gotta give me more. <laughs> no, evidence. No, no, no. I need more this, evidence. This was known. <laughs> the, y'all I didn't know this. Even Family Guy did a joke about it. Th- that's about because it because fake? Family Guy is like yeah. the science. That's the end of the end. Survivor must be true in my life for you to take it away like this. I thought that was supposed to be the Simpsons. If the Simpsons said it was real, then that's when we know. But Family Guy, not so much. Amen. So, you know, they haven't said anything yet that I know of, so I'm going to still keep on believing in my old people show. That show is dope. Where are you watching uh, Survivor at? Uh, I think it's on Hulu. Okay, good. And I started watching The Amazing Race because I have no life. I love The Amazing Race. It's good. It's a really good... It's like, like, uh, was it 180 days around the world? Around the world in 80 days? Yeah, something like that. I think but that was like, its re- own but it's like thing. People. Yeah, and it's like you get to like the one I was watching. You are just put with a partner, and then you go with these. And it's like it doesn't matter, like physical, like physically wise, like you can be in size, like whatever. It's mostly a lot of games and trying to find things and you know find figuring things. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and personally, I'm really bad with knowing where I'm at at any time. So like, I would never do that show. But for the people who do it and make it. Kudos to them. Same thing with Survivor. If you make it at the end of Survivor and you win after you like they cut they cut throats so bad that I'll just be like sometimes I just want to go and play the social game. I don't want to do like any yeah, of the challenges. Yeah, shady motherfuckers. Oh man, I just want to be on the talking like talking all, all the shit and just be like so and so says she gonna send you home. I don't know. <laughs> like I can try I to say you. I got a, I got an idol. Knowing I got like three idols, but I'm like I got so one. You, idol. you know what I'm saying? If you want to fuck, with, if you want to fuck with me, the next time you sending people be on the blue team. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Don't yeah. even worry about it. And then I'm sending them all fucking home. And then at the end of the time, you have they're the jury. So if you cut, they throw. They ain't gonna vote for you. So it's like damn shit. I'm trying to play the game socially, right? I gotta cut your throat. And then at the end, you're going to be like, nah, bitch, I'm not voting for you because you fucking suck because you uh, cut my throat. Has any black people once? Like, I think there's always one black person. Yeah, I think. No, Who but won? One. Yeah, that one. I, I don't think any has won. 
I don't know. I feel like I'm not that much of a survivor. I feel like they don't know. I like I feel like they don't know. I like they don't know. I feel like they don't know. I feel like you know what? Some, sometimes there's not like black people on there. Like, yeah, so you, you don't want to go to this like star. Like, like, like you know, it's like there's black people who are experiencing this like regularly and we know about it. Yeah. So it's like. Cops already chased me in the streets. Why well, I gotta be chased by like animals now and shit? I'm good right All here. of like people with the stingrays. Yeah. And like you signed a waiver. So I think like one girl got hit in the head with a bucket. And, Dang. like, all the blood was just rushing. They were like, we were just going to put this Band-Aid on there. She good to go. You get back in the race. And I was just like, holy some cocaine. shit. Go. Like, <laughs> take a bump, girl. You good. Yeah. That was like someone offered me some cocaine once. She was like, you want a little? And if you don't know, I'm putting my finger into my nose. And I was just like, dang, that's what's up. Like, thank you for offering me your drugs. But no, thank you, because uh, I don't do cocaine. Yeah, one time someone asked me if I, I was just got out of work. And Did you look tired? Yeah, I was tired. And I was like, this is why I was still in Savannah. And I'm walking to my car, and there's like this random nondescript white guy that's walking up to me. He's like, hey, man, uh, do you know I can catch some blow in this town? I was like, what? Blow? You know, some Coke? Come on. Some, some good Coke? And I was like, I don't know you. <laughs> no. You probably some undercover somewhere. Like, I'm going, oh. I was so offended. You should be. Well, like, I'm actually not really because cocaine is kind of like. It's the high end. Yeah, if he was acting for crack, it, I would be offended. I mean, I think that would be a somewhat of a compliment to be, you know. Just asked somewhat. about cocaine. Oh, yeah. He can even like, where's oh, the. Oh, no, he just doesn't smoke I weed. Just, like, I oh, just, yeah, I just, he, he can afford <laughs> cocaine. Would you be disrespected so be if they well. ask you a certain, like, if someone asked me, do you know I can get some meth? I would be disrespected. Like, bitch, yeah. how dare you ask me? Do I look if like I do like I do meth, yeah. like how dare you? So it's kind of like certain drugs. I'll be I wouldn't be so like, you know. So that was technically nah, a compliment. I'll, I'll, yeah, <laughs> just take it. <laughs> nah, you look yeah. like you had some money. Like, was it a no, no, I didn't. Oh dang! I was covered in flour, and I was sweating. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> he thought he was fresh with the dropout. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we missed whole points. <laughs> you, you left out details. Hey man, no. I was working at Redacted, and this is before we started. You know, redacted. Redacted. And this is before Redacted happened. So, What's you know. Redacted? The trap house and the cocaine. Oh. What? <laughs> I don't get it. No. You've asked who's Rob Gronkowski, and you've asked what's Redacted. <laughs> These are like two things. You Sassy, know. They, the funny thing is we've gone over this multiple times on this podcast. We haven't. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Uh, what I've been watching lately on Hulu as well is um, Wu Tang and American Saga. Oh yeah, I've been watching that too. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. But, I like it. Yeah, it's and it's, it, I found a lot of things I didn't know. I don't know if it's like a hundred, a hundred percent like based in like like is it like a um, did did Raekwon really shoot up Ghostface Killer's house? Yeah, that's crazy. Did that really happen? Did that that's, what I, that's what I really want to know. For Did real? they like say that it happened? Or they, no, like, they, they, like, they, first, that's the first, the first scene, scene of the show. Oh wow! Oh. It's Raekwon driving by and shooting up. It's like you know, like you know that's up. like you know that's supposed to be Raekwon. Like they don't say like oh that's you know who it oh, is. is but it like, like someone reenacting? Yeah. Oh, like you yeah. know when they it's reenact like, stuff like on TV. Yeah, it's not like a docu series, but uh, all, like, it's like bi- biographical. Yeah, 
Yeah, is it like all is the it like on True TV where like they'll be like, oh, this they'll tell the story and then like they'll have no, like, no, no, like the Michael Jackson story, but it's Wu Tang. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's like a brief, like they the VH1. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like they're all sitting there, they're all like recasted. You're seeing like that the beginning of Wu, of the Wu Tang Clan. How? They, oh, I'm definitely like it, it explains how they know each other. Yeah. Before they were the Wu Tang Clan. And are they ta- are they narrating? No. No. So the people are actually acting. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Like um, the guy who plays Raekwon is Shamik Moore. You played the main character from Dope. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. It's also the voice of Miles Morales in Spider Man into mm. the Spider Verse. And then Ashton Sanders from um, uh, Moonlight. Yeah, from Moonlight. Oh, and he's he plays uh, RZA. Um, what's my man name? Uh, Davies, the rapper. Oh yeah, he plays Method he Man. He plays Method Man. Who? Davies. He's a rapper. Uh-huh. All He plays Method Man. Um, Who plays Red Man? Uh, I don't think Red Man. Red Man's not in Wu Tang. No, weren't they? Like I mean, a thing? he wasn't there. He no, wasn't there Man, initially. Method Man and Red Man were. Are cool. I remember them. Yeah, Method Man and Red Man. They're as a thing. They're cool, but Red, Red Man's from New Jersey. Wu Tang's from Staten Island. Wow. I mean, a, I mean, I mean, I get it, but from like my, it's up north. Like they're there. Y'all are in the same vicinity. Like mm-hmm. y'all are good. Yeah. So like, it starts like um, starts with the uh. Raekwon shooting up Ghostface house. And then like the whole first two episodes is just Ghostface and Raekwon beefing. They was about to kill each other. Trying to kill trying to find a way to kill each other. And with Rizza being in the middle, because it's like Are they right. already rappers? No. Kinda. This they, they they rap, but they haven't like made it yet. Oh, so they had a beef before they even got beef? Yeah, this, they had a beef in the streets, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah so. it was like it was like Scorpion and uh um Sub Zero. Yeah. Okay, so I, just like, I was so thing. hoping that like that was a reference you were making. It was like another rapper that I did not know. <laughs> and I, when you said Scorpion, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be like, who is that? And But you said it, so I'm yeah. happy. And it's just so crazy because like, um, how the, the way uh, Rizzo, what it, his, his name is Bobby in the show, which is why I don't know if it's based on it. Anyway, but, um, so Rizzo, so Raekwon shoots so Ghostface's house, right? And Ghostface, this is, cr- Ghostface, um, he's like the only able-bodied person there. Is in that, the house, yeah, like his two his two younger brothers are both paralyzed, and uh, like from special, the shooting. No, no, not from the shooting. Oh, just they, in general. Just in general. So they're disabled. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, his two younger brothers are both disabled, what? and his mother's like a drunk. Well, as much as we've seen, she's like she was just a. The first scene we see her in, she's, she's drinking. She fell asleep on the bed with a bottle in her hand. So they saying that she likes to party. It's, yeah. Okay. And so he's the one like taking care of all the business, and Raekwon comes back, shoots up his house from outside, right? Then he runs away, and he goes to Riz's house, and he has the gun there. Whole time, Riz's older brother Divine and Ghostface, all the they ain't like they own little gang, and they all sell drugs together. So, so then they all know. So Ghostface knows that Raekwon tried to kill him. They also know. That RZA and Raekwon are, are real cool, so they asking RZA the set. They asking RZA where Raekwon at. We know yeah. you. We know you know where he at. He just shot at my house. Yeah, and I'm lucky knowing no, nobody died. Let me know where this nigga at because I'm about to kill him. And RZA's like, Nah, I ain't seen him in a while. Granted, and this nigga just left your house and leaves the gun. The gun that just shot this, this man's house up is right there in the room. If you still just knew warm, where, still warm. If you just knew where to look. That's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the first like two episodes just centered around. So who were like so who weren't 
on this show. You know how like it's only, every the, first, time, it's only the first couple of episodes, so yeah. we don't know who's all. They, no, no, no. I mean like careers. a part of the show. Like you know how with most type of docu series things, there's always the certain people who are part of the production, and then there's people who aren't a part of the production who okay, so, are like pissed off. No, okay, so it's written by Dereza and. Alex Sissy. Yeah, Alex So they're both rent, it's written by them too, but everyone, even at the end credits, it has like uh all of them are producers or consultants on the show. So everyone gets could be uh reflected in the best light. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, that's so nice. now so they're all there. But we haven't been introduced to all of them yet. Yeah. Like um that's a, Joey Badass, he plays Inspector Deck, but we haven't seen him yet. Because Hulu's doing this thing where instead of they dropping the entire season. Yeah, they, they just give you the first three episodes, and they call it. Yeah, they call it Woo Wednesdays. So every, <laughs> yeah, so every Wednesday you're gonna get a, you're gonna get these three episodes to drop, and they're gonna do that weekly. I hope I wish I'm they would do that with like yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Because like, like I said, because I saw this, I was because I love the Wu Tang Clan. Like mm-hmm. I'm, yo, so that's your shit. That's my Wu Tang is my shit. That's what I I grew up listening to Wu Tang, so I fuck Wu Tang extra heavy. So seeing this show is like. Because I've seen, I've already seen like almost Finally. every Wu Tang documentary. There's this one on like, there's one on Showtime. Yeah, there's one on Showtime. Um, a Wu Tang clan of Mike's and Men. That's very, that's really good. If you're into Wu Tang, go check that out. And another one on like Amazon Prime. I've seen any Wu Tang like all the I saw documentaries. The one on Prime. So yeah, yeah. Like also from like the people, the dude he grew up with him, the dude who shot the um, their first video. Mm. Protect. I think the show was the Protect Your Neck. Um, the guy who shot that video, he made a movie about them that was biographical. So we get to see like their you get to see like their families mm-hmm. and they're like the very very beginnings of like the Wu Tang Clan. So I saw that and then seeing this documentary, I mean not the documentary, but uh, the Hulu series, I was like, man, I'm I'm one hundred percent into this. Yeah, I knew it would be good because Hulu been promoting it for a while. Yeah, I was waiting. I was yeah, counting I was down. Like, I was right, actually me, counting down. And, and I kept seeing people talk about it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, cool. Let me let me check it out. And yes, yeah, it's, it's it's great. Like you really put it really puts you in that mind state. Like. What they were going through and how they like just just trying to make it. Yeah, just I, like when he was trying to get that when he went to uh, when he went to Sam Ash, I mm-hmm. saw the SP twelve hundred. Like mm-hmm. being being a young producer going to like Guitar Center or any other like music shop that you had in your neighborhood and like seeing like the you know the Akai MPC, just the drum machines they have, the keyboards that they have, and being able to just go there just to play music really because they have all the instruments there that you can do like all the synths you can possibly want the mm-hmm. drums they're just there so you just be in there like making music for like 30 minutes longer than you should yeah but yeah just being seen like the RZA like the RZA going to Sam Ash with the same things like yo I gotta, I gotta get that you know I gotta get that board and I gotta put all this together so seeing the mindset of the RZA in the early days was like something that um, I really appreciated about it mm-hmm. plus how they all like know how they all know each other yeah, it's like, because they don't hit, but it's like, oh, yeah, um, we went to elementary school together. We was friends back in the day, except you stay in this one hood, and he stay in this other hood, and we got beef because we both selling drugs. So. Crazy. Yeah, I was like, look, man, if one of y'all shoots at me, we can't be friends no more. I don't care what happens. <laughs> this is where I draw the line. These are my boundaries. Gunfire. You shoot at my house? I mean, with your disabled brother. Yeah, that's you got to be a certain type of nigga. That's some harsh, like Twenty One Savage, like really shitty. Raekwon was the original Twenty One Savage. Bruh. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I, then mean, I may have to like yeah. listen. And then you find out like during this during this time, Raekwon's homeless. Hmm. So aren't all rappers homeless at one point? Mm, I don't know. 
I don't know. At this particular job I worked at, all the guys who rapped were homeless. Yeah, I feel like you just have to have that as an Atlanta creative. Yeah. Or like, you know, they stay out of <laughs> like the like, hotels. Yeah, they don't like, they're not homeless. They that's just stay how out of them. you know an Atlanta creative if they've had that period of time. Yeah. I'm not judging. I've also been homeless. Well, couch surfed. I wouldn't yeah, it's, 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 I, I think, it, I think it would be like considered the same thing. Yeah, I never slept yeah, on the street, but I have not had a house to call my own. Very true. So, yeah. yeah. A couple times. Like the, the, two, three. Yeah, miss the place. Like, once you do it once, she's like, I never want to do it again. And then, yeah. and when you find yourself in a position again, it's like, fuck. <sighs> here I am again. Two weeks here. Mm. Mm-hmm. I stretched that out to two months. But, yeah, but um, I, what do y'all think about that? You know, Hulu just dropping epi- just three episodes at a time once a week. I was, I was, I was hurt to be honest. I was like, yo, I, was the, I can't just watch the whole thing. Like, I was, like, to binge. Yeah. I, would, I was like, you know, this is how long are the episodes? How many minutes? Uh, 50 minutes. Yeah, they're long 50? too. They're long. Okay, you that's should worth a- appreciate your okay, three episodes. Yeah, that's yeah, those three episodes are really good. That's yeah, three hours. Mm-hmm. that's like. Just trying to say, block, we know yeah. you have no discipline, so we're going to create it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this, but this speaks into the bigger aspect. Which, not as he's going. But, um, so Disney Plus, that's what they're doing. But all the new shows, um, all the Marvel shows, uh, the Mandalorian, every, every, every Disney Plus show, they're just going to drop weekly. And yeah, that's like this, Hulu, You don't Disney, have to come out with, with as many shows. Yeah. If, we we do, do if that. you get the bundle. Yeah. And that's only $12 a month, right? No, if you just want Disney Plus, it's six ninety nine. No, if you want Hulu. the bundle, it's yeah. twelve ninety nine. That's not bad. No, it's a dollar more than what I pay now for Hulu. So, yeah, yeah, but um, so yeah, that's what they're trying to. It's like the combat bench culture, which, which, which uh, the point you just made. Like you don't have to create as many shows. Cause think about this: if I split, if we sit here and say, okay, we're gonna create a TV show, right? And we spend a year making this show. A strong 10 solid episodes, 50 minutes each, amazing content. The best thing we could put out. And somebody watches all of it in two days, and they talk about it for those two days, they never talk about it again. <laughs> and, next thing, and now they're asking us, hey, well, one season's coming out. People you know how mad I would be. Just like, like you, 16 like, you, seasons. You think it's going to wait. So it's oh, going to be yeah. three drops? There's nine episodes? Uh, it didn't say three drops. Okay. I don't know how long the season's going to be. But they but said it's only going to be one season. Uh, they. Sh- I mean, no, Shamik Moore. He did an interview with the Breakfast Club, and he did. And he said in the interview, yeah, in season two, because he played, because he's played Raekwon. He's like, yeah, he's got to kind of wear a fat suit because you know he's smaller than what Raekwon is. He said, yeah, so I'm kind of wearing like a fat suit to make myself look bigger. And season two is gonna be a bigger, it's gonna be a bigger suit and bigger suit so you can see Raekwon grow. So they're trying to make so, it where you're actually following their lives. Yeah, that's really dope. Like they're taking that's it dope. from the from the streets, like. I'm definitely watching. Like this is before they sure. yeah. So they like, like, extra, extra, really, really, really deep, so you can get as many seasons yeah. as possible. Can you yeah, imagine, like, like, like instead of getting one series of like the Wu Tang documentary, but it's like three seasons. Yeah, <laughs> but we have even happier happening. But only <laughs> like, the only characters we've seen is the RZA, Ghostface Killer, Raekwon, Cat, and Capadonna. That's the only four. Cap like can you, can you, can you picture Cap like Capadonna. getting like how they know Nas and how Nas is like you know. Technically, Yo, yeah, since yeah. Nas, Nas was like kind of like Wu Tang, like he was Wu Tang affiliate mm-hmm. back then, like how that happened, and then meeting Redman, like that, you know what I'm saying? That should be, yeah, which I wonder, like, how far are they really going to go? Like, are they going to touch on how before Rizza was the Rizza, he was how Raheem Supreme, he had that one song, We Love You, Raheem, We Love You, Raheem. 
I don't think yeah, anybody has really heard that song. No. I've never heard it. It's, 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 it's a video for it. It sounds good. It's, like, yeah. it's a video for it. It's a, he signed with, uh, I think, got Capitol Records, and he got, he got, but same much he went pop. Hmm. And then it didn't do good. So he said, man, fuck this. I want to go back to doing this gutter shit I want to do. Like. Yeah, but we haven't met the Jizzy yet. Actually, no. The Jizzy was on the third episode. Okay. He's one from Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we just met the Jizzy. So what do you look like? Like the guy playing him. Uh, well, just because I have like a set image of what Jizzle look like. Yeah, and we also know um, old dirty bastard. You yeah. see him too. We only people we have only people we haven't seen is uh, you got. Or Capadonna. Capadonna's in jail. At this time. Yeah, he's the one in jail. Oh, the one that touched okay. the phone. I think they say yeah, he's uh, Capadonna. Because Capadonna was in, they said Capadonna was in jail when they were first really started. That's why he wasn't really on into the thirty six chambers. Oh, because okay. he had just come, he had just come home when they was finishing up. Okay. Okay. I so I Alex Devine is uh, Capadonna. I, I think so. Yeah. Oh man, that should be crazy. Yeah, because like nobody knows really. I mean, I don't think there's any documentary to actually explain who mm-hmm. they actually were. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. It's, it's gonna be a good time. If you can't tell, this is a great show. <laughs> so uh, I'm definitely so. Yeah, I'm sure. gonna watch it now watch just it, for at sure. least pop culture references. Pop culture, <laughs> you know, like at least. We'll take we'll take for the children. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I have to say this. I've been watching uh, the Japanese original Power Rangers, <laughs> Kaku Rangers. Oh my god, Super <laughs> Sentai, yeah. Kaku Rangers. On Amazon Prime, it's probably one of the best shows I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> like it's what's a, so different? It's it's like well, I guess like everybody knows Power Rangers, right? They understand yeah. like the mm-hmm. kind of show. Um, but then since I'm I'm somewhat aware of like Japanese culture and like different different you know different Japanese media, like I've seen you know animes, video games, so I have a grasp of like the Japanese like folklore that they have. Mm-hmm. And then I saw this show and how they integrated that with the show, but at the same time, it's still like. Um, it's still like Rangers, like you know, morphing Power Rangers. Like this, like I remember, like the first episode, they had a door that was like on um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, mm-hmm. the door of truth, or mm-hmm. like you know that you know the big door or whatever. They had that very same concept in the first episode of this show. This and is was, a new show, or no? This came out in like the eighties. Yeah. Oh, so this is like the original. show. The original. Yeah. So it's like they had that. That was like the first episode. So they're really, so it's like Power Rangers, but they go dark. You know what I'm saying? It's like on Prime? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. And right. it's like it it's makes, like I'm watching. This. And like the, it makes yeah. the monsters make sense because in like the American Power Rangers, they're just like monsters. Like there's no backstory. They're just like in space they just show up. monsters. And like um, like American monsters aren't very, you know, they're compared to Jap- compared to Japanese monsters, they're like, you know, more it's more gory. It's more um, are you saying ours are more gory? No, it's no. Japanese. They're more dramatic. So. Like their monsters are very, are very like dramatic. Yeah. And so when I'm seeing like this, so when like when I'm seeing like the scenes, like um, just like the regular life scenes, and then I'm seeing like the when they're in the suits battling, it kind of makes more sense of like the characters of Fireman, how dramatic they are. Because like mm-hmm. in all, um, like in Japanese like media, it's very animated. It's very yeah. cozy. You know, it's very like extreme with yeah. emotions. It's and either every- one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing having that, having knowing that. And expecting that um, of that show, it made the very concept of the Power Rangers make sense. It makes more sense when yeah. you're watching it from the original, when it's like Jap- Japanese. Because what's really cool about this show is on every single episode, they have a mini bio on the monster that they're fighting. 
from Japanese folklore. Like they would have like this mini segment, little, little yeah. mini, little ten min, ten second segment segment of like explaining the monsters and like holding up like a a picture of like you know Japanese style of art. Yeah. It's like yeah, this is the ancient you know, and each one has like a name. Each one has like a. a I think it's like a Japanese name in this Japanese show. Mm-hmm. Each one has a name, and it reminded me of um, it reminded me of Persona because you'll see you'll just see a person, and then the person will turn into like another another monster demon being. Persona is a video game for those. Who oh don't yeah, Persona. Know. I'm sorry, Persona Five is a video game. It's a JRPG, um, but uh, Japanese like, role playing game for those who don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's like a, it's like a game where it's like you're you're like a high school student and you're like fighting. Um, you that know, sounds another, real Japanese. It, yeah, you know, it's like it's like that. And then seeing, having knowing that, and seeing like the main—that's kind of like we had a glimpse into that in the mainstream with Power Rangers, but the original of it, it, it just makes so much sense. And I feel like it. Yeah, I think yeah. everybody should watch. A lot it. better. It's, yeah. a, it's just a lot yeah. better. I was just like, yeah. man. So, so, no, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. So how we got like the Power Rangers over here? They got all the stock footage. So like a lot of the fights, a lot of the all the Zords, all that stuff, all that was just shot in Japan. Oh yeah, and they, and they just, just like imported it over, and then they just so they put got, it together. Yeah, so like every season we got a Power Rangers. They got they knew what the they knew what the uh they were put the Power Rangers looked like, and they had a concept what the Zords were, and then the American writers just rewrote the story. Yeah, it has more depth. They make it more Americanized. Yeah, yeah. but, but like, you see that with yeah, a lot of cartoons, yeah, it's, it's, a lot of animes. It's really great. Yeah, that's why they had to wait so long in between seasons. They're like, oh yeah, we had to wait to figure out. How they gonna, gonna do write this? Yeah, yeah, and then certain, certain things they connect. Like, um, it's technically the third season of Power Rangers. It's called the Alien Rangers. That's the one. That's the last one you have posted on your Instagram. Um, yeah, we don't get, we don't have that season. It's only like a short, like I think it's only like ten episodes because it didn't connect. Mm. So they just dropped it, and then they came back with um, Power Rangers Z, I believe, because after the first two seasons of Mighty Morphin, and then. We went. We had a short segment of Alien Rangers, and then we had Power Rangers Zio. I remember there were like four Z- Rangers who went into space. Yeah, that's Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I remember that one. And then Turbo. And Turbo. Then- was, it was Mighty Morphin, Zio, Turbo, in space, Galaxy. And that's previously I was really I was really into Power Rangers in Space. Like I was really watching that show. Power Rangers in Space is the best. It's, it's because I, th- I thought it was the best win. I was like, yeah, I just confirmed it. Like mainly because of the way it was like the way like the fighting scenes were shot. They were like shot very you know very well. Like seeing like big, I guess like seeing like big robots and how you know it's felt like I guess like film wise it was just great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So seeing the same. Way they were shooting um, the Japanese, like the they were shooting like the the Mighty Morphin Transform parts. Mm-hmm. Seeing that same style throughout the entire episode, I was just like, "This is you know uh, that's this, where it clicked for me." Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, like, this is what this look. This is what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Is always just a bit corny. Yeah, it's corny. Like, it's, it's, like it's, it's is corny, corny. Yeah. but, but like, this show is a lot less corny because yeah. because it's. A hundred percent within us. What makes Power Rangers corny? Because like the kids themselves, when they're in high school, they don't. They're not necessarily corny. Like they're, you know, they're typical American teenagers, or whatever, right? But it's like when they become these Power Rangers, they start doing all these weird poses and they're like they don't act this way normally. So like it doesn't make any sense. It's like oh, I got a suit. I'm gonna just stun on niggas just because I can stun on niggas. That's that's what I was. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, but like when you look at the original Japanese version, it's like oh, it just make it all just makes more sense. It just clicks better. So, yeah, it mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, so after this, that's what I'm definitely going to be doing. So continue on. <laughs> continue watching. Yeah, uh, I'm watching it on. Um, I'm watching it on Verve though. It's like a um, an app 
It's like we know, you know, there's like different types. I like Go ninety and all too many. Yeah. There's, like, there's there's different apps that have their own containing so like deep. series and shows. This is like I another. This is like another app that's like that. And this show was on. That's that how app. you watch the Korean dramas. Hello. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, um, on drama verve. fever. Hmm? On verve. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, these are a lot all, of low, a lot, oh, I guess well, like I'm lower talking. lower key uh, like animes like um, Skullface Books of the Honda Sun. Are you talking about like the wait wait? Because you're talking about the show. So never mind. Never mind. Yeah. I was like, have you ever downloaded those apps where it's the, like, I won't say they're comics, but like, how, like Stella. Have you guys, well, I don't know if you guys want to download that, but there's one called Stella Unlimited. It had a lot of lesbian anime on it, so I downloaded it. But I'm it's really on dope. it. Keep talking. But it's not like <laughs> dirty. Like, oh. they're not showing like fake drawn <laughs> boobs or nothing like that. Like, you're not seeing like that type of stuff. It's like real, like, kind of girly romantic stuff. But anyways, it's a lot of fun, and I read them. But it's called Stella Unlimited. And I think you got to pay like $2.99 a month. I don't know. It's enough where I don't really notice it. So, Josh, where are you insecure? Uh, I finished it. I skipped two episodes, but... <laughs> you watched it? it? Yeah, I'll, I'll fin- yeah, I finished it. What two episodes did you yeah. skip? Um, it was like the last season. It was like... Um, this. It's like I watched... Up until like the last three, skip the last two and just watch the last one. Yeah. I mean, you kind of can. The third I haven't season. watched the second season. I think I'm gonna wait until the. You watch the third season? I mean, I didn't watch the third season. I watched the second one. I don't have any urge to watch it. Like it doesn't seem. I don't know. It just seems boring. Like I don't care. I'm I'm kind of tired of seeing like straight people talk about straight people shit. Like they're boring. <laughs> Sometimes, like the what they're going through is like I don't, I don't care that much about this anymore. Yeah, okay, well there you go. With that being said, uh, season four of Insecure <laughs> is underway. They started uh, shooting it like literally like last week. I like her. For like, you, just for me. Yeah. The black lady. Com- what is it? The black lady sketch show. Yes, I watched the first episode of that. Finally, yeah. I think it's good enough to earn respect. Yeah, like, so, I mean, it's, it's like it's kind of it's kind of like SNL funny. Like every it's like it, SNL is really not that funny, but SNL's funny enough to be respected. Yeah, it's still SNL. Yeah, it's like it's like well, SNL. Like it's just like there's some of it. I mean, maybe because it partially because some of it is not really for me. Yeah, obviously, but I still enjoy many parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the Black Lady Sketch Show is also not for you. They have the one with the wedding, the guy, like, the girl plays the guy, and they're, like, getting married, her and Quinta, and then, like, progresses to the men on the plane, to being on their honeymoon, and is the funniest shit I've seen in a long time. And I didn't, I did not find it that funny watching it. I was just like, yeah, I get it. Like, I get how this could be funny. Y'all doing, like, a Temptations bit, like, <laughs> that's funny, you know? It's just certain things. I was like, oh, I get it. I thought- when they was uh when she was in a club and that one girl was like uh, just copying her and stealing her moves, oh. I thought that shit was funny as f- I thought that shit was funny. I didn't as find that fuck. as funny. What? No, I know, and it was like some lesbian thing too, and I was just like, I was supposed to get this, but I don't get it. Because <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I mean, because I mean, that's straight. Because I feel like that happens. I mean, I feel like I come like there's a lot of situations where it's like I'm seeing somebody in the club and they're just copying my moves. Like I see that all the time. I've never. So to see, so, so to see that situation that happens a lot. Yeah. Okay. See that situation in general is yeah. funny, so it's like having them be in that situation. I was like, yeah, yeah. So wait, Sassy, do you feel required anytime you see like black lesbians on TV? Like, okay, I have to support this, and or I have to. If they're making a joke. I have to get this joke. 
No, but I also feel behind. So sometimes I feel like, damn, is this like a known thing that everyone knows and I just don't know because I'm just not in on like the gay lingo? Because lots of times I'm not. And then like <laughs> I go out into the gay sphere of like Atlanta and I just be like, damn, what has happened? It's like everyone's had a meeting and they all got the together and they've talked about so like So language changes stuff. quicker? I, I mean, I don't, but that's my thing. I don't know. Like, cause they could have been saying it the whole time, and I just did not know. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like in general, like every six months, we have a, we have a couple new catchphrases. Mm. Yeah, and then think about how fast like the gays do it, and then like I, I don't know. Like, I just I don't know. I just feel so like a, I feel like a bad gay a lot of the times. Yeah, because then sometimes like you know how we had Labor Day weekend, and that's like the black gay situation that we have here, and it's like I don't. Like they were like, oh, are you gonna go out and like do what? Like celebrate? Like I'm not really upset about anything like that they took it away from us or like I don't know. I'm just living my life. I'm just trying to find a better job. So I don't know if I should go out to all these day parties because that's all that they do. They do day parties. Everybody got dressed in white. You got to pay expensive tickets to get into this day party with this lesbian DJ, and like certain lesbians don't want to dance, and it's just like it just be boring. So no. I, anyways, I just feel like a bad gay. That's, I just do. So, like, if there's a, a gay, is a if there's a black gay TV show. Do you feel like you're required to watch it? Like what? I don't know. <laughs> like, what black gay show is there that I have a choice to watch? Because mm. I, I probably would watch it. Okay, so I'm saying so. Like, if, if it was so out, take Insecure and they, yeah. and it was just but and they were gay, gay people. Yeah. I would watch it. Do you feel? Like, you would have to watch Obligated to watch it? No. I used to feel that way early in my, um like, gay lifestyle, I guess. I don't know. That's really horrible. I won't say that. Um, I don't know. Being gay, coming out, I guess, at the beginning of it, I felt the need to, like, know all of these shows and watch all of these films and, like, you haven't seen this yet or you haven't watched this or, like, get hip with the stuff. But it's kind of like we all just like vagina. So that, I think that could just be the base, you know? Like, we don't have to, like, overstep that. That could just be the one thing that brings us together because that is, like, the only thing that really brings us together. Everything else is kind of, like, just pop culture. So I'll tell you one, the L word, horrible show. It is a horrible show. Like the <laughs> I like that show. Did you? It is horrible. It is not a good show. Like the like the ending was shit. It was horrible. But as a lesbian, you have to watch the Maybe show it's because, because I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, and you're watching. So you're just like, just, oh, I'm she's like, really just having sex with people everywhere. I'm like, like women it do don't that? happen. Oh like God. it's just not happening like, that way. Do you feel like uh, what's the term? I don't want to say whitewashed. We think it's straightwashed. I think that <laughs> is that a term? Straightwashed. I think that there were certain characters in it, like Bet and her sister was like played by um. What's her Actually, name? I've never heard of the show, so these names. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah, I'm talking about Elwood. What was her name? Who played um Foxy Brown? Pamela Greer. Pam Greer. Pam Greer. She played her sister in the show. So there's like black characters in the show, and the one of the lead characters, Bet, she's mixed, and it's like you. There's certain episodes where they kind of dive into her being black and being this power curator art person and all this good stuff, like making all this money and being like the aggressive femme. But then it gets to the point where it's just like you could literally take any person who's not a person of color, which i.e. is white, and put them in this role and it wouldn't have mattered. And that's where I'm kind of like, uh, I want to be able to like see myself in a character in some type of way. And I cannot understand how her being black isn't more of a, I want to say a bigger deal, but it's your identity. 
And especially with the fact that they straightened her hair so bad in that show mm-hmm. that it was just fried. And I was like, you don't even have black people on set to take care of black <laughs> hair. I can't even expect for you to write their point of view on a script. But yeah. this is one of the most popular like gay shows or lesbian shows yeah, that's, um, on television. It's the only one that we had. I think had. men made that popular more than women did. I think so. I think it was kind of like, because like it was HBO. Porn, so yeah, mm-hmm. it was a lot of skinny, like, I mean, Tasha was fine. She was like the only black girl on there. She had a uniform. She's good looking. She had her hair in a bun. I was like, so okay, like Tasha. Huh? <laughs> so I like Tasha. But it was just, it was a mess. But it is true when they say that lesbians have sex, they all have sex with each other. Like, there's a thing where you have, like, your main hoes, and then those hoes branch off into everyone else, and then that's how you connect all of the lesbians. It's true. This is fucking yeah, fascinating. That's really true, though, in Atlanta. <laughs> like, I can go to a party and been like, I've talked to this girl, this girl, this girl. And like, or I like, I, you know, and with this person, and like, I know that person dated that person. It's just, it's a mess. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of what she said about not being able to write black characters, that's the problem with uh, Euphoria. With the one, mm-hmm. one that's not a lot. One, okay, Rue's black, mm-hmm. but it's like we don't. That's it's never been a thing. Her blackness yeah, is never expressed. Yeah, and even on um, the uh, the guy. A football player that was off to school, I forget his name. But um he's dating that one white girl still in high school. He's the one black girl. Yeah, so Oh yeah, 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 him. Yeah. So the thing with him is that was originally supposed to be a white character. Yeah. Except the white guy came out and said like something like racist stuff. So instead of them taking that character out or rewriting that character. They just made him black. Yeah, it's like just like, oh, F you bro, you're racist. You're gonna give your role away to a black guy. But you can tell like they did not change any aspect about yeah. that character. So it's like Cause then when then he just did he get like raped? Yeah, so that's the very Like they sodomized him. Yeah, yeah, they did, but no one really they didn't necessarily show it. All you saw was a bunch of guys with masks. Wearing drawers came on, they kicked in the door, and they held him down, and they like mounted him, right? Yeah. So if you look really closely, I thought I saw like strap-ons. Like I, but that could just been me. Just how would you put a how like to rape him? Would you put your dick inside the strap-on? I don't, I don't know. Like where would it go? I don't. They just had like wrapped around them. What would be the point? But literally, oh, I guess an extender. But literally, I think they have extend. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about it. Like, where would you? Where? Like, can it bend down? I, I don't. I don't know. Sam. Guys tuck, so I guess it can just go up in there. You can just strap that on. Yeah. If I did, if I did again, because I looked and I didn't see only a couple of people. Like, yeah, I think they had this. So I don't know if it's something like it was implied, and you know, yeah. someone can imply something not necessarily show it, mm-hmm. and therefore, like, because I knew he was supposed to be getting raped, I yeah. therefore imagined me seeing that. Yeah. Happen. Or if it wasn't, like I went back and watched it again. I was like, I don't think that happened. Did I it? don't know. Yeah, but that's something he's like he will. He, he seemed wasn't extremely raped. traumatized. Yeah, he seemed traumatized, and they got on top of him, and they mounted, and they like made the stroking motions. Yeah, and he went inside the bathroom and cried for like yeah. thirty minutes, and then came back out and had tried, and to, tried have, to have sex. That was yeah. so uncomfortable. Yeah, but even that character in and of itself, like he's black, and it's never touched upon. Like, it's no at. Yeah, they did aspect of him living in an all white community and having to deal with these things and these pressures and all this stuff. Like, it's never really touched on. I think you think they try to say sometimes. I try to give them the benefit of the doubt, even though I agree with it. And it's like a shitty benefit of the doubt, but mm-hmm. that the fact that money transcend all of that, 
like mm-hmm. all of these kids are uber rich and uber spoiled so they can kind of understand each other on a different level than just race yeah but and then it's like this is a different generation than us too you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. this is generation whatever so it's like Z, maybe I think. yeah so it's like maybe this is some new age way of thinking but that's just the only way i can get through a lot of it that, is or, thinking of it in that way i think that or it's the aspect that um characters are just characters yeah like you can make any of these characters any race any color and everyone should be able to, like to relate to them in some aspect but i think when you do something as deep as that when you have like that much drug use and you mm. go that deep into a character about like in their, their psyche back- yeah, of, like, say so much time about their backstory like why your blackness maybe- is ingrained in yeah. you, your everyday experience like you, cannot, you cannot whitewash blackness like yeah. if you, tell, like it's like when like you, why you saying i don't see race as offensive because like me being black is so Dealing to me being American, me being black is so much a part of my identity. I think of myself as a black. I think of myself as a black person before I think of myself as a man or a woman. You know yeah, I mean? that's me personally. Yeah, now, other people might might not be, but I think was I'm black, and because I am black, I'm going to be treated a certain type of way. Yeah, and because I'm a man, I'm going to be treated a certain type of way. As and then it's just man. like yeah, and then, it, and then it extends out further upon that. Whereas like, so I find it not say offensive, but I find it's just very weird when you have black characters in shows and their blackness is in a. A thing, even in Boy Meets World, the one black girl on the show, Angela, they, they still like, kind of talked about it a little bit on there. Like that, so just, 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 I mean, is, is, yeah. is, it, is it really just if you showing a black person that isn't struggling? No, not even not even struggling. It's just, but it's, has some has some has some sort of struggle. But, there's like the black experience that certain yeah. times, like you know, like the thing with Ma. There's no way that this town and this little like this town and y'all were just living it up in the '70s. Like there's no way, and it's kind of like you know when you watch movies where people go back in time, mm-hmm. and there's always this one black person who goes back in time, and you're just like, there's no fucking way that this would end up this way. Like this person would have this type of experience. You go back to slavery times, and you're going to bring this one black person. You're going to go back to Jim Crow, and you're going to bring him with you. Like, they had a show on ABC called Time Something, and they went back in time with, like, this black guy. And he was just like, you don't know anything they, yet. They did when- that with the um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, probably. It's, yeah. A, it's like a superhero show. I think that was, like, Cyborg. And had to do that. And then, it's, and did you watch his experience? And how did you feel? Did you feel that it was it like was, they went? They kind of like went there. So oh, like, it's like, it was like, yo, I'm a black man from the future. I have this opportunity to free a black person in slavery. Do you do it? Ooh, that's different. Like, that's, like, that's, 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 that's no. like it's like you. It's like you as like, like you as a black person have a chance to save like lin, uh, an entire lineage of black people from slavery. Yeah. Which is like, would you do it? You have the opportunity, but it could have. There's a risk of it having like catastrophic. Um, yeah. yeah, no, impact. probably not. To the world, this, yeah, this is like one less slave. Like, what, what would the world yeah. be like yeah. if there was one less, you know, yeah. one less slave? Nah, this, this is an episode. Yeah, they just live your best life. Yeah, this is an episode of She's in Control. But that was the big thing. Was it uh, Mortal Kombat? The new Mortal yeah. Kombat. The, uh, mm-hmm. One of the characters, I think, Jax. Is it Jax or his daughter? One of yeah, them. Yeah, Anyway, so you know, if you win Mortal Kombat, you win the term, you get one wish. Mm-hmm. So his wish was to free all black people. That like there was never, never, slavery, never, never happened. Slavery, slavery never happened. What? That's yeah, the thing? That, oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, so if, he had, if, if he had one wish, it, it was that, that was slavery, one, slavery never happened. Uh, never, right? Like, we lose like, so much. <laughs> yeah, so like... Slavery, Miles Davis, come yeah, on. Like, slavery, so slavery never happens, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then, it's not even like they don't show no pictures or nothing. Like, it's just like a picture and some words talking about the... What happened because there was no more slavery? There was so much backlash for that one for that one ending from so many white people. Thought about how that ending was racist and all this stuff was what so bad. What was the bad ending? That, that he black, wished there was that no, black slavery. Does no slavery. 
Yeah, okay. And it was such oh, a big oh, outcry. Wait, about the, he wished that there was no slavery, slavery right? Yeah. 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 No, I'm saying like, slavery never happened. The slavery yeah, never happened. So, so I'm saying white people were so up in arms yeah. about that one ending, mm-hmm. about how like it was so controversial and how they did. But they it's just like slavery never what? happened. Like it, if yeah. I could have one wish for. Uh, Every you just you have one wish. Like I just it's not this is really ridiculous though. Mm. So Dang, it, if you had one wish, what would you wish for? Because I wouldn't wish to save the world. We don't deserve us. We don't deserve it. <laughs> like, mm. like, do you think that we should live or burn? Because I always figure that we should burn as people. Like you know, as this a whole. Very, as this a has whole? been a very yeah. dark episode. Yeah, it, these, are the, these are like the last fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like Talk if someone was like, should yeah. you yeah. save? Like if it, you know why? Because I've been watching the hundred a lot. And which is, I watched at least six seasons within like two weeks. So I've really been watching it. And like, they keep destroying the fucking world. Hmm. And every, and it's like, there'll be a little patch of land. It's like the only little patch on the whole earth. And y'all are going to war on the little patch of land. That's all y'all got left. Then y'all going to just war it. And I'm just like, this just sounds like I would just let everything burn. Just everyone just should die. I mean, we will know what's on the other side. I mean, if there was an apocalypse and like I had the choice to like save everybody or kill everybody, I would. You would kill everybody. Oh yeah. Interesting. Nice. If I had, was that really? Like, we don't deserve it. Was that one of Ray J's this? wishes? Had one of for the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, all right. So we know who we're not giving the key to humanity to. Um, no, I would say that's if not I a bad idea. Say, we will have the answers to so much, so many things. I mean, if I can save, like, a group of people, but I just feel like humans are horrible. How about you just leave all the black people? <laughs> humans are horrible. I didn't say black or white. Humans are just fucking horrible. Interesting. You should all just burn. What's on the other side? I mean, that's up, you know, whatever your religion is. All right, so that's we're on this dark note anyway. So, uh, Sony and Marvel... That, uh, yeah, they're not coming back to the table and that Spider-Man oh, is not it? going to the MCU. Um, they said maybe far, far down the road, like years from now, maybe they can work something out. But as of now, they're not. Spider-Man is in his own verse, the Venom verse, and Sony's going to rock with that. And No, really? Cool. Yep. Are they going to keep... Um... Like, talks of style, they're not. They're done. And, uh, and they're also... Sony's also developing six different Spider-Man TV shows, and so do we, don't we know. really need six Spider-Man? You don't, you don't know TV show. I mean, uh, Spider-Verse was great, mean, so you know what? That I doesn't mean, mean it's going to Mac actually. It's like y'all said, y'all wanted the Spider-Verse, right? Yeah. So it doesn't. So it doesn't. It doesn't mean it's going to okay. come out necessarily. But yeah. They have, all six are going to come out, but they have. They're working on six different ones, and Tom Holland's like almost basically been confirmed to be in one of the shows. So TV show. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Yes, but there's a lot of different things. Like we t- we talked we talked about this before. Um, Sony could be working. Sony does want to do a live action Spider Verse. So then you would get the aspect of to have Tom Holland and try and bring back Tobey Maguire and bring in oh, Andrew Garfield. Wow. Oh man, I, yeah. And then you already have Miles Morales from the animated Spider Verse, yep. so you'd be finding him, which could be Shamik Moore. Or they could find some new, new character. Blood, new yeah, blood. and. You can have this live action Spider Verse movie, and you bring all the Spider Man all together, and they have their own series of movies, so they yeah. all movie together. Um, Spider Man is going to be in officially is going to be in the Venom movie, so Venom Two has already been written, so you don't know, so you don't know if he's going to be making into Venom Two. Yeah. But uh, Spider Man Three, Sony said they're going to 
pick up where Marvel left off at, they can't say any. They can't mention any of the MCU characters. They can't mention Iron Man. They can't mention anything that happened in MCU. None of that. All that can't be. Can used. they allude to it? No. What they, they can't even sued. allude to it? Like just like a a big T S in the sky for Tony Stark. Like, no, they can't uh, even do that. I mean, maybe a Disney school with it, but this is a hard not like a hard breakup, but like they're oh not, no, they're gonna they're gonna sue them. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Because what the whole reason all this happened is because um, Kevin Feige, the guy over Marvel, he's been helping out with all the Spider-Man shows. Every Spider-Man thing that's ever come out, Kevin Feige has played some role in helping it develop from Into the Spider-Verse to everything, right? So, Spider-Man: Far From Home is a billion-dollar franchise. It's they just re-released the movie, and it's going to become Sony's number one movie of all time. And Disney's looking at them like, look. We basically gave you guys your highest grossing movie ever. Yeah. We're helping you. So what we want... Is all the money? Not all the money, but we want a 30% stake in everything Spider-Man Went from like 10% to 30%. No, it's just... They were just... Sony was officially... Yeah. The agreement was just for Spider-Man. Not Venom, not anything else. Yeah. Oh, and Disney was only helping out with just Spider-Man, Homecoming, Spider-Man, Far From Home, anytime Spider-Man was in MCU. But so Venom, the, despite the fact that Kevin Feige was helping out with all of these other movies, yeah, Disney wasn't getting any credit for it. Disney wasn't making any. No, Disney wasn't really officially wasn't involved in any of it. Disney now. So Disney like cut my check. Yeah, it's like we want thirty percent mm. of all this shit. We're already helping you write them. We're yeah. already help, y'all hot because we made y'all hot. True. So we can Pay, make it hotter. Yeah, run, yeah. <laughs> run us, my money. Run us this money. And everyone can be happy. Horrible. Because again, Sony saying. doesn't have to lift a finger, and they make a hundred percent of the proceeds yeah. from Spider Man. Man, that's a big. But uh, Disney makes all the money off of like uh, TV shows and cartoons and all the other aspect of it. So, yeah. So since we're already in the dark, pressing mode, there's no we no more Spider Man for the foreseeable future. But the next Avengers movie isn't set to be out for. Uh, Maybe another ten years, maybe. There's a, what? Oh wow! Everything oh, on Phase Four. Yeah. There's no Avengers in phase, any of the Phase Four. Concept. When's the next movie coming out? When's the next like decent one? Yeah. Like what movie I'm gonna be excited about to go see? Well, one the is, Matrix. Well, they they're adding all the Disney Plus shows so like mm-hmm. uh, Wanda and Vision and all that. They're kind of that as part of Phase Four, so those are coming out. Yeah. I'm get, talking about movies though. What uh, is Doctor it? Strange Two is coming. Mm. Um. Blade with the Black Widow movie. Nobody wants to see that. I'm kind of over Doctor Scarlett Str- Johansson. Doctor yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's going to be like, great. He has dope superpowers. But know? the Black Widow movie. I'm okay. Nah, yeah. nah. And I, it's just because it's Scarlett Johansson. But yeah, I'm kind of over her. But a lot of people are looking at Phase Four. How you look at Phase Two? Phase Two of Marvel wasn't like the best movies ever. Yeah. We got like Iron Man Two. But we I have mean, the hype behind we, it I mean, now, we had though. The American Civil War, which is a top three Marvel movie of all time. But Iron Man Two wasn't that great. Thor 2 wasn't that great. No. Ragnarok was the best Thor. Yeah, so it was like, eh. So yeah. Phase 4 is like, and then a lot of people aren't necessarily excited about, like Madrid. Madrid said he's not going to watch any of those Marvel shows. No. I was like, why not? He's just like, I just. He's going to be like, like I mean, any those, of I mean, those characters, yeah, I just, they yeah. weren't my favorite characters in the movie. I mean, and the ones from like, all of it, there's not that many great superhero shows, like streaming or on like CW or anything like that. There's not like some great. I mean, I feel like Once, it's like just like I'm the just comics like, where you had the Avengers and then all the Avengers, they all had their own comics. Like, mm-hmm. that's not a that's not a series. I wouldn't read a story on uh, Hawkeye or 
uh, Black, Black Widow, Widow. Yeah. or Scarlet Witch. So, I wouldn't read their stories. I read yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. But, but so that's what some people are hoping that in the next we haven't officially seen Phase Five. We just know the first movie of Phase Five is gonna be Black Panther two, May 6, 2021. Whatever. But um that's the first movie of Phase Five of Marvel, whatever, right? So maybe towards the end of that we get another Avengers movie. But towards the end of Phase Five, we get another Avengers movie. So some people are hoping that, in the, from now until the next Avengers comes out, how many Sony, years is that in between? Some people think it could be as many as ten years. I mean, as long as they give me some good content in between, I can care less. Yeah, so like I'll wait. The, I'll no, rather. Saying, but that's the, yeah. the hope is that like they come back together. But then this five to ten year time span, Sony and Marvel come back together and say, okay, let's talk. Let's work something out where yeah. we can get Spider Man back. And Spider-Man makes his triumphant return in Avengers. Oh, yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds, like, that sounds like money. That sounds like yeah. Disney. So there's a lot of it's probably going to depend on, like, how do, how good do these Sony do these Sony Spider-Man movies do? Yeah. If they just fall completely off the map, they're probably more, going to be more willing to go to, to Disney and like, hey, let's uh, work something out. <laughs> but it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man's going to do well. Yeah. Especially if they get, like, good people to write them. So. Yeah. We're all excited. Anybody got anything else? Anything? Any pressing issues? All right, guys. So, um, thank you for coming. You're welcome. We it always. Was, it was awesome. Thank you for having me. You guys were great hosts. Do you have any uh, shows coming up? Are you? Uh, uh, yeah. Where, where can do, we do, come do you to? Yeah. What bars do you uh, just open for? Uh, I don't know what you guys are doing tonight, but I have a show right now at nine um, at the Punchline, and then. I do a lot of like, so for the next two months, I'm gonna do a lot of like underground. At the punchline, I'll do Sunday, 15 minutes. But I'll go to like other underground places. So, like right now, I have set for like the Laughing Skull Lounge. If you can oh. see me. Oh, and Lopa. Yeah, so that's where I do like my sort of dry set. And then like on Sundays, I'll do like a 10 to 15 minutes. All right, and uh, where, uh, where can we follow everybody? Three Piece Set Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Sassy, where can we follow you at? You can follow me at sassy underscore Lede underscore Thomas at Instagram. On Instagram? At Instagram. What is that? Follow me at. Oh, yeah. they should just know. Josh? I know Jones everywhere. Just Ibrahim underscore 20. Okay. And you can follow me, uh, Ash the Stampede, on Twitter and A underscore Sun 10 everywhere else. This has been episode 36 of the Three Piece Set Podcast. And this has been another no, scoop of no, 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 no.